0: Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. In my country, we have no Negroes.
1: I'm a nigger, you're a nigger, he's a nigger, she's a nigger, we're all nigger boos. I'm a nigger, you're a nigger, he's a nigger, she's a nigger, we're all nigger That's a word for greeting friends like all black people do. But whiteies want to say it too so they can sound real cool. I'm a nigger, you're a nigger, he's a nigger, she's a nigger, we're all nigger Now the bigots have to find another word to use. It used to be real bad. Now it seems okay when African-Americans address themselves that way. I'm a nigger, you're a nigger, he's a nigger, she's a nigger, we're all nigger, boos. No longer the vernacular for racial abuse. It used to be taboo, a nasty thing to say. But now it's bandied all about by black folks every day. I'm a nigger, you're a nigger, he's a nigger, she's a nigger, we're all nigger, boos. I'm a nigger, you're a nigger, he's a nigger, she's a nigger, we are all nigger boos. Sticks and wops and nicks and kites, you're all included too. It really doesn't matter now, cause everyone is
2: now a
0: spoon. Yo, 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 Check it out.
1: I be Grandmaster Spook. I be swishing my things. Playing with my record. Mm mm, mm mm, mm I be switching it. I got rhythm. Stop dancing, bitch. Put the lotion in the basket.
3: So, this is um, a little unusual. I didn't even expect to be here this morning because I'm ill in a little bit. In other words, ailing. I'm dying over here. Yeah, not really. Scratchy throat. I think this is allergies. This happens to me so often. Not in Amsterdam. I'm always the pink of good health, except when I fall down and break my hand. But other than that, I'm always in the pink of good health in Amsterdam. But in Miami and in Toronto, it's allergies, baby. Allergies. Maybe it was that hockey game last night that kind of put me over the edge. That might have been it. Uh-huh. Not How'd really. Go? Not not too good. Another 2-1 to one loss in overtime for the Leafs. Tied it up with 20 seconds to go, and then they wind up losing. A valiant effort. And uh, I'm glad it's over. Get it over with already. It's almost June, for Christ's sakes. You know, before you know it, they'll be getting ready for uh, fall practice. It was great. It was scintillating. It was wonderful. There was no horn blowing. There was no uh, big celebration last night because, uh, whatever, they lost. That thing that Mo was talking about there at the end, the WNBA, that dyke ball, I guess he's not aware of that, uh, the fact, and and that's, I'm not making that up. Remember when they first started that, the uh, ladies' dyke ball? Yes. And they actually made an overt effort to invite lesbians to come out. I think that's the first time in the history of America that any sports franchise has overtly said, hey, all you fags, come on out and see it, because, you know, who else is going to watch that crap? But Mo did have a good point, and that is that when there's five people on the floor, everybody's entitled to touch it at least once. That's how they do it at Treasure Island. (laughs) At least. So George is basically doing the show today, although I seem to be doing all the talking. I don't know. Right okay. now. Amazingly to me, this, uh, and you can ask Miguel, because while we were trying to get a hold of you on your crappy cell phone. Yeah. For like 40 minutes this morning. Sorry. And Miguel came in there at about 7.25, and I'm, I, can, I was squeaking it out. I could barely speak. See, a lot of times you people out there in this audience, you think you have a cold, and you have the sniffles and the scratchy throat. And uh, maybe a little bit of phlegm, mung, stuff like that. And it's not a cold at all. It's allergies, especially in mm-hmm. South Florida. South Florida, it's the, the headaches, the sinus allergies, you know, the ones that get you like right up with the oh, sinus yeah. headaches. That Oh, just a killer. And here, it's either elm or maple or one of those things. They have on the Weather Network, they keep showing the, uh, you know, the allergy report. They have an index for that up there? Yeah, the, the suffering index, which is high today on my part. But nevertheless, I sound like me right now. And our good close friend Julio in engineering stopped by this morning and I got back down on the floor again. And uh, there were only me. There weren't five of us on the floor here, unfortunately. And I was on the floor diddling with it and the uh, Telos thing, too. And look how great it sounds here. Does it sound as good as I think it does? It sounds phenomenal. We can hear every uh, thing that's wrong with your voice. Very every little fart. You can almost yeah. smell it. As a matter of so fact, I'm not what wearing what headphones. Having... Are you getting See, an back? Will you shut up? All right. See, now I can't really tell because now you're, like, all over the place. I told you you're going to do the show, but when I'm good and ready. Okay. I'll wait. But um, what was I just going to say before I was so rudely interrupted the by line. that stupid little speck? Oh, yeah, the line sounds great. and Unlike yesterday. See, we took one step at a time. Yesterday we got rid of that momentary delay so that basically now it's like we're in sync. Mm-hmm. I hate to keep saying that. <laughs> no. But uh, we don't have that crap anymore about where I have to keep saying, what, huh? Why? And, and also, on top of that, now we have uh, that little the dropout, dropout has gone. I, I, great. Right. Not twice. <laughs> no, because I was listening to Hank a little bit last night. I think that's when I started getting ill. Not because of Hank, but just uh, at that, that time of the day. I guess it was just before the game was getting ready to start, and I, I was cracking under the pressure. And rightfully so.
4: So you don't hear no echo? No. Good. I'm not no, I hear everything sounds annoying. just fine Pain as wine to me. It's great.
3: So here's the results of yesterday's poll, and I have today's poll all figured out, which is a good thing because George is very weak on the old poll position. Joe Costello left me a message yesterday. He said, thanks to all you people, i drifted him an ass on the fax machine, and he pretends that it doesn't bother him, but we know that it does. Am I right? <gasps> I don't think it bothers him. He's, yeah, it he does. knows about the biz. No, it bothers him. Just like it bothers you. Oh, a lot. I'm tearing my flesh off right now. So let's take a poll on that, a real quick mini poll. Who should do the show today? Neil, who's sick and can barely speak, or George. And really, you have the advantage because one thing you don't seem to understand. Yeah. And that is when I go away on these vacations or like for the summer, there's not only a, uh, a different number of people listening, but also different groups of people are listening. If you say so. No, I, I know so. All I'm right. not talking entirely, but there are people who listen. Just like that one facts we had yesterday, you know, about the interesting topics that George and Joe had, and you're doing that gay banter and all that <laughs> other crap, you know. And you have that other crowd. And, of course, in the meantime, after a couple of days, they realize that I'm back. They they go on their separate way. They go over and uh, listen to the light bulb or whatever the hell they're doing. Listen to Norm Kemp talk about HIV insurance. <laughs> and then we have uh, my people who, you know, eventually will come back once they feel the coast is clear and that nasty little spick, as some people refer to them. Uh, he's not doing the show himself, or especially Joe. Well, I know what I'm voting for. On what? On this mini-poll that you say you're going to take. I'm not taking any mini-poll. Oh. Are you out of your mind? Had me going. Which of these phrases or expressions are the most... Re- now, see, this is not right. Eric, you're a good guy, Eric, but sometimes the fat gets gets in the way of the keyboard. Not which of these phrases or expressions are the most redundant, since they can only vote for one. Wouldn't you assume that it should have said is, is. the most redundant?
4: You're correct. That's a common.
3: Make. I'll tell you, there's nothing like Ricola, and I would sing that little thing that uh, that yodeler. Ricola. Ricola. I would sing that, but I'm, my voice no, don't is too scratchy. Yourself, please. And I got the uh, sugar free, no less. And the good thing about Ricola, unlike Hall's mentholyptus and all those other um, things that you have to suck on. The sugar-free ones in all those other brands, they have like sorbitol uh, and yeah, yes, Maltitol and Crap-It-All, <laughs> right out your bottom. But uh, this one does not. Ricola, uh, no sugar added. This is Echinacea, green tea, Swiss herb cough drops. And I'm sucking on Swiss herb right now, as a matter of fact. And it's helped dramatically. Also, that Benadryl that I popped for my allergies. So if I nod off here in the middle of the show, it's either because George is mumbling again or because the Benadryl just kicked mm-hmm. in. What are you talking about? No, I, I, you can ask Miguel. I had no intention of being here.
4: I know. That's what he said when I, when I came in. You're doing the show? I was
3: frantically trying to get a hold of your cell phone, which George hides Sorry. deep under the bowels of his... Uh, it was in the briefcase, wrapped in a towel.
4: Yeah, and just to make off.
3: sure he can't hear it, just in case something like this comes up. But George is going to do the show, or maybe not. We'll see. We'll see how away. hostile the audience gets. In fact, George probably won't take a lot of calls. Right. Now, now can we take one call here right now? Just as a, an audio test, because the one that we took yesterday... When we eliminated that momentary delay, man, that sounded phenomenal. So I'm hoping in whatever we change today with Julio, I'm hoping that doesn't uh, screw that up. Somebody just call and do an audio test on it. Come on, let's go. There it is. Five, six, seven. You got the the pot open, Miguel? Yes, sir. Open up that pot and sift out those seeds first. WQAM. George sucks. Okay, thank you. That sounded pretty good, didn't it? Clear as a bell. <laughs> I think I'm having a relapse. Oi. Which of these Oy. phrases... See, I don't need any assistance on those. Oh, okay. sorry. No. I said do the show, but that doesn't mean drop in crab. I'm starting to think that Moe's got a point about you. By the way, Moe, I hate to break the news to you, but... Uh, well, I'm not going to say it. He shouldn't be talking about you when you're in the other studio there and you're looking at him. You know, that's that's, that's not good style. He shouldn't be saying, what's that dumb little spick doing in there now? You know, things like that. Well, he, he shouldn't like, I be doing start. that. Because now that Moe and I are bonding... You notice the nice promo he gave me this morning there at the end? Sure did. Thanks, Mo. I think Mo eventually, if uh, you know, if this lasts long enough, I think he'll finally catch on. Don't you? No. Yes, you do. You just take it personal. And by the way, Mo, George never said those things about your plaid pants or about your bad wig. I just made those up, and he took it all personal. Let's just, it's just business—and you were taking it personal, Mo. Lighten up a little bit. Maybe he can show up. This uh, is it. This Wednesday? Well, today is Wednesday. You're not doing it, I guess. You would have already. Told no, me. next week. Next week is Treasure Island. We'll give him a whole week to uh, plan it out and see if uh, there are five on the floor. And they each get to touch it. Which of these phrases or expressions is the most redundant? We asked Cheap Old Jew, which, of course, is the first one came to my mind. Wins hands down, 172. Cheap Old Jew. Oy! George had all of his anti-Semitic friends vote for that. Religious Fanatic, 139. All of his heathen friends voted for that. Dumb Redneck, that was my choice. 135, which I still think. Oh, and I didn't even mention the reason that I played that thing, speaking of dumb rednecks, about in my country there are no Negroes. No, you never did. James Carville on CNN last night on Crossfire, which I hate that. I hated it before, but I was uh, channel surfing in between uh, Leafs' uh, futility and trying to score a goal. And uh, he was quoting uh, the president of Brazil, well, the El Presidente, George W., during his European travels at some uh, international conference. The president of Brazil was there. And GW goes over, and, and uh, Mother Tucker Carlson never denied this, so it must have been true. He goes over to the uh, president of Brazil and engages him in some kind of meaningless chatter, and he says, by the way, in your country are there any black people, and meaning Brazil? <laughs> and James Carville points out, and accurately so, that Brazil has the greatest number of black people in it other than any, uh, any other country other than Africa. And he showed a picture of Pele, the uh, former great soccer player, who, like uh, James Carville pointed out, looked pretty dead goddamn black to us. So... There's your president for you. Are there any black people in Brazil? <laughs> he wants to know. The only thing that uh, James Carver left out was the reply. In
0: my country, we have no Negro.
3: Right. Dumb redneck, 135. Boring baseball game, 103. Pedophile priest, 82. Now, this is for redundancy. I'm trying to explain this to you for a lot of people that don't get that. Pedophile priest, 82. Cheap French Canadian, 79, did very well. Schwarzer crack addict, 48. Jew-hating Arab, 45 hysterical old Julio, 39. Which I would have really thought we'd have had a hell of a lot more for that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's because your people are out there and mine aren't back yet. Oh, I see. Silly Brit, 12. And Rude Dutchman only had four. (laughs) (laughs) Alstublieft. So there you go. That means that not enough of you have been in Amsterdam yet. Our good friend Julio the engineer is campaigning vigorously to be the one to go to Amsterdam to set up uh, the equipment over there. I think that's a great idea. Not just because he's a fun-loving guy and likes a good meal or three every couple of hours. But because uh, based on the way he's got this thing all straightened out for us and working really sounding great, I think uh, it's a great idea. Don't you? Of course I do. Well, that's because you don't like Bob Vermouth. I 913 at 560 QAM. Hey, speaking of amazing places to go, let me tell you again, Armadillo Cafe, if you haven't checked it out. And I don't know why, because it's been around for a very long time, almost as long as I've been in town. And they started in that little unassuming place on Davie Road Extension there in Davie. And you drive by and you think, hey, I hear it's really a great place, but it looks like, uh, you know, not much. But in spite of that, it just became more and more famous and more popular because the food was so good that people would come from all over town to the Armadillo Cafe. And now, in their great new location, there's no excuse. They're at 3400 South University Drive between 595 and Griffin Road in Davie. Right kitty corner of the pizza loft. They might be on Pier 1 Imports. So it's a great location. Tons and tons of free parking. they got complimentary valet parking if you like, too. And the food is unmatchable. Start out with an appetizer like the tequila grilled shrimp with corn cakes or the Tempura Island Princess conch. Try one of their terrific spinach salads with glazed pecans or the pistachio-crested mozzarella salad with the best and freshest ingredients that money can buy. And while you're at the armadillo, some of the entrees you'll want to try, like the pan-seared yellowtail snapper with roasted peppers or the sea bass with sweet corn and the veal glaze. Just tons and tons of amazing mouth-watering entrees on the menu. And then, for dessert, it is beyond belief. The creme brulee is the best you'll have anywhere in the world. And the warm chocolate fritters covered with hot fudge, I'm sure, are just as good. I never had that, and believe me, I probably better not. Call the Armadillo Cafe for reservations. Call 954-423-9954. 954-423-9954. Try Armadillo Cafe one time. You'll understand why for 14 years in a row, it's been voted one of the best restaurants in Broward County. It's smoke-free and, like I said, tons of free parking, too. Armadillo Cafe. Be sure Florida.
5: No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM Easy no, no, no. Broadcast Group, Incorporated. Hi, Papa Juan Pablo.
0: I'm Tom Rocca. Tonight on the NBC Nightly News, the Reverend Thomas Crandall drew four years in the clink due to penance for distributing
3: methamphetamines and ecstasy from his Florida rectory. The Pope was said to be relieved he was only dealing drugs. I'm Tom Rocca. and we'll see you tonight. Mm. You sure won't be seeing me, I'll guarantee you that. Anyway, that's the big news yesterday to show you how desperate things are. Brian Williams to succeed broke on 2004, not like later this year, not even next year, but after the uh, presidential elections in 2004, (coughs) meaning in November. So that's like two years, over two years away. So like that's a big bulletin. And we all knew they were grooming Brian Williams to be a successor anyway. Didn't we know that? I didn't know that. Yes, you did. Just like they're grooming John Roberts to be Dan Rather's replacement at um, CBS. You knew that. Nope. No. Brian Williams will succeed. How come I can't read? I definitely cannot read. I can't do spots. That's why you're hearing tape spots because I can barely speak. But uh, you know, it's the way it goes. I remember one time I came back from vacation and I worked one day, this is only a couple of years ago. I worked one day and the next day this allergy thing, which I think really comes from the plane. I don't think it's from up here. I think you get it on the plane, the bad air you're inhaling. Right. And I was out three days in a row. In other words, I came back on a I worked mm-hmm. on a Monday. No, maybe it was a Tuesday. Like this last setup deal, like we had a holiday on a Monday. Worked on Tuesday, and then it was out for the next uh, three days. I remember that. Yeah.
4: I don't think it was that long ago, though. Well, whatever the hell it was. Like and last that, year. Uh, that
3: happens to me. I think it's from uh, traveling on those planes where they have the crappy ear. Crappy air on the planes. Anyway, Brian Williams is going to be doing the news on NBC, and, of course, they have to give him those two years to work on his speech defect so that the public won't notice the difference so dramatically. I mean, is there any comparison between Brian Williams and Tom Brokaw in terms of a News deliverer? No, no. Tom Brokaw's got a, a speech defect that makes Barbara Walters sound almost normal. That's how bad his speech defect is. It's not a joke. He can't speak. How does he get there? How does he get a job? Naked pictures. I see. No question about it. Brokaw, 62, in chief anchor man, and there are a lot of you people in this audience watch Tom Brokaw, so that's the poll today. And we haven't done this before. Somebody's going to say you just got through doing this uh, a few months ago. No, we didn't. The poll we did a few months ago. What was your all-time favorite news person on TV? We had like Walter Cronkite and Ricky Ticky Sanchez and David Brinkley and Chet Huntley. All of that. All those people. Some of whom even are dead. H. V. Keltonborn. Remember him? Nope. No. No. Who is your favorite current network news anchor? Now, Rick Sanchez, by the way, and I mentioned him because I know a lot of you people like picking on poor little Rick, who doesn't even come up to your ankle. He's not a news anchor. What do no.
2: you know? What I'm
3: saying. He's a showboat. No, no, but seriously, he's not, he's not a news anchor. I think you could probably say... He's an asshole. Well, beside that, but he's not a news anchor. So here's my list, and there may, may be some others. Maybe some people will call in. I don't know. Maybe I'll take a call or two here today. Of course, George is doing the show. Sort of, eventually. No, you'll... Yeah, look, I'm going to run out of gas, and I don't want to talk too much, because then I'll be out the rest of the week, which is oh, Thursday no, and Friday, that. which would be very bad to do. Dan Rather, Tom Brokaw, Peter Jennings, Brian Williams... John Roberts, Wolf Blitzer, or don't watch any of them. Those are the ones I got so far. Are there any other news anchors? Now, Fox doesn't have any news anchors. Yeah, are we counting Fox, CNN, those but people. But who, who is who's the news anchor on Fox that anybody knows? I don't watch Those people like, um, who the hell are some of those people? Like? Well, first of all, Bill O'Reilly, he's not a news uh, no. person. He's And the same with John, uh, what's the asshole from the O.J. thing with the glasses? John Gibson. John Gibson. He's not a news person. Because they don't really do news. What they do is they do like little news updates, like we do the silly sports updates on QM. They do the same thing with the news. They don't. They don't have like a regular nightly newscast, so they don't have anybody who qualifies. Although they are very good cartoon characters, especially Reedy Cosby, and then the black-haired bitch that's on there on the weekend who looks like Reedy's illegitimate sister. Can okay, I left anybody out? Not that I can think of. I mean, Wolf Blitzkrieg, I put as a news anchor because he does actually anchor a news uh, segment. I guess we could put Judy Woodruff on there, for Christ's sakes. Okay. That bitch that's always peddling uh, her religion. Oh, does she Yeah, me. let's put that bitch on there, Judy. Oh, and by the way, speaking of bitches on the air and Fox, I'm going to tell you something. As bad as Greta looked before, and I admitted I was watching Fox in uh, Amsterdam because CNN International blows. Greta's yeah. nose now is as big as some some countries in Asia. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm serious. She has got the manliest looking face now with that grotesque new nose. And even though she looked like crap before, the idea that Mad Dog or anybody else who is not visually impaired can say that she's anything other than gruesome and really dikey looking uh, just astonishes the hell out of me. She, he, she's grotesque. He doesn't like her anymore. He came around. And not only is she grotesque, but her uh, she's so amateur hour. I mean, keep in mind, this is a former, what was she, a defense attorney or a prosecutor? Well, one of those. One of those. Something from the legal system who also came out of that OJ episode along with John Gibson and about 400 other people. Oh, and guess who was also on again last night during my channel surfing? The guy with a mustache, Mark, uh, what else is his name? Gordino, Gore, something like that. Some greaseball with a bad mustache. You know the one that's uh, the uh, Gary Condit lawyer? Oh, that guy, yeah. That's know the poll, by it. the way, Eric, in case you're waiting for more. I think that's it. Because I don't see anybody calling in with any other suggestions. We're not talking about local news anchors. We're talking about which who is your favorite current network news anchor? Dan Rather, Tom Brokaw, Peter Jennings, Brian Williams, John Roberts, Wolf Blitzer, Judy Woodruff, or don't watch any of them. And I think that uh, I, I can't think of anybody else who's a real news anchor. No, you covered everything I got. I covered it with a blanket. So there you go. There are your choices. Not very exciting, but it's timely. See, if we can't be exciting on this show, let's at least be timely. Let's talk about, speaking of uh, Chandra, the one thing that they did discover, besides the fact that she was murdered, that was uh, quite a revelation we had yesterday from that Washington, <laughs> D.C. medical examiner. She was murdered. She didn't tie herself all up in knots and roll down the hill into a tree. But they did discover that her body was intentionally Somebody took great pains to to hide her body where it wouldn't be found. Right. And evidently did a pretty good job because when they combed the park the first time, uh, they couldn't find her. And then, of course, it was the guy was out walking his dog, and the dog smelt it. And the guy went over, and he looked under the bush, and there she was, what was left of her. So that that more and more, it appears that Gary Condit was not involved, in spite of that broad from court TV that they had on her screaming with the Condit's lawyer last night. <laughs> Now, see, this is all a regular cast of characters. I mean, before 9-11, that, that was going on every single night on every one of those shows, especially the King Meister. Every night, uh-huh. same cast of misfits. And this woman who's just hell-bent, and, and like I said yesterday, we do want Gary Condit to be guilty. Is there anybody out there who wants Gary Condit to have nothing to do with it? Uh, no! No, in fact, I think even his family, in some perverse way, would like no, to not see his him son. be involved.
4: Not his uh, professional apologist's son.
3: Yeah, well, maybe his son did it. I didn't say that he did. I said maybe his son did it. I'm not sitting here making any accusations. That would be like my sitting here saying, you know, like Dom DeLuise is gay. You know, I don't. I don't do those kinds of things on this program. I don't say (laughs) Dom DeLuise is gay, or Mike Piazza is gay, or Roberto Alomar is gay, or um, who's the other one? Brady Anderson is gay. I don't say those things. Or Cam Neely is gay. I don't. I don't come on here and say those things. I say maybe uh, could be like Harry Carey used to say. It might be, it could be, and then you figure it out. So when are you going to start doing the show already? Hey, you tell me. I'll take over right now. We got all these calls on the board.
4: You do? <laughs> There's two of them.
3: Oh well, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> step on your call. Yeah, call George. He'll talk to you. Because quite frankly, <laughs> nine twenty-six at five sixty WQAM. Hey, you're thinking of painting your home or business? Don't paint. Protect your investment with liquid ceramic. Liquid Ceramic, the technology born in NASA's space program, is now available in South Florida. That's the good news for you. Liquid Ceramic is the most advanced exterior, interior, and roof coating available because you, too, can have the very same high-tech ceramic technology that shields the space shuttle, protecting your home or your building, and you'll never have to paint again. Let me say it again. Liquid Ceramic is guaranteed for as long as you own your home or building. You'll never have to paint again. Forget about doing that, repainting every few years, because Liquid Ceramic won't fade. It won't peel. It's guaranteed. The state-of-the-art coating contains an R24 insulation equivalency, helping you bring those electric bills down, too. It'd be available in over 1,800 different colors. Check them out at 305-347-5122. Liquid Ceramics has been manufactured and sold for over 40 years, and the good news for you is now it's available right there in South Florida. Call 305-347-5122. That's 305-347-5122, or visit them on the net at liquidceramic.tv. And be sure to...
0: Marlins and Reds tonight coverage begins at 6:30 on Sports Radio 560
2: QAM Georgia.
6: Girl in our all new Mishitsubishi to show you how well it
5: drives.
6: (laughs) Our agency thought this would move some product out of the showroom. Look at her go. This is funnier than watching retards at the park. Someone that severely retarded can have that much fun in a delicious... Nu- She's
5: not retarded! Huh? She's having an epileptic fit! Hey, watch
6: out for this.
4: Okay, it's so Rose Rodriguez show. Are you done? Are you out of there? No, I'm
3: not done. What okay. are you talking about? I was, <laughs> see, you just can't control yourself. I was pausing there because I wanted to hear the last <laughs> hubcap cap drop. I didn't. No. He was eager. I just
4: wanted to ask you about this Brit Hume thing before you left. And also, Miguel has a Paula Zahn question.
3: Well, Paula is not a news anchor. Okay. That's number one. That was my Number question. two, Brit Hume, I don't think it, but I'll, I'll put it on there because we mentioned him yesterday. He's an old prune face, an old fossil, and definitely a cartoon character, so he fits in perfect at Fox. It says, Brit Hume, formerly of ABC, this is a fax we just got, is the anchor for Fox News Channel. Okay, we'll take your word for it. Have you ever seen those two clowns that they have on a guy in the broad in the morning? I don't think so. Oh, my God. Well, actually, there are three of them. And it's uh, kind of like that chick that's on CNN real early in the morning before Paula comes on, who looks pretty damn good. She's good looking, but she's a silly person. She's reporting stories on people dying and suicide bombings and all kinds of crap. And she's giggling and puking, kind of like uh, a light, a lighter-complected Angela Ray, that same mentality. Huh? Brit Hume, we'll put him on there. Okay, there you go, Brit Hume, H-U-M-E. Let's get with it, Eric. I see Eric is diddling with that poll, so it says, which news anchor, question mark? Well, he's getting around to it. Oh, you now, got what were you just going to do? You're going to do the show? Because, see, the problem <laughs> with me today is, I um, and I don't know why I should feel like this, with as few vacations as I get. Right. Why should I feel guilty about going back to bed? Because when you get this scratch in the throat, now, I don't know about you, especially if you had to do the show, if, they're like, uh, I'm on way for the summer, right. and all of a sudden you start getting a scratch in the throat, do you, like, talk to yourself? Because I do that all the time. Like before the show, or just in general? No, no, I'm just talking about in general. In other words, to see how bad your voice is. Oh, yeah, no, uh, starting from the time you get up, like in the shower. Right, right. and you're talking to yourself to see if hello, you can, hello. like, project and if you can speak. Uh, and this morning, I could barely speak at all because I have these allergies or the crud from the plane trip coming back, or whatever the hell it is. Or maybe my, you know, anti work allergy, which kicks in very heavy duty. <laughs> or maybe the anticipation of coming back to Miami for a few days very soon, which really just uh, sends me into orbit. A thought worse than death itself. Just wait. All of these things. So at any rate, but at least we'll be able to come back down there and bond with Mo and a lot of my other good friends in the building. I can't think of anybody other than Screw Anne and the Water Nazi and Maddie Bell and Gary Sarner. I'm just thinking of the people in the building I really don't want to see like ever again. And I did see, did I mention this on the air? I don't think so. I told it to you off the air that I saw Gary Sarner's twin brother in Amsterdam. You did say that. Off the air. Off the air. I'm, I'm, I saw him a couple of times right down there in the red light district walking around. He was a choyman, I think. I heard him talking to somebody. Ach. Deliver. And he said, no, we don't deliver, but we have takeout. <laughs> now, seriously, the guy looked just like Gary Cerner. Of course, nobody in our audience has any idea, not only what Gary Cerner looks like, but what he's all about, besides being a uh, fanatic Orthodox Jew since he married into that mentality. See, that bothers me. Not just the religious nuts, but people who aren't really religious at all, but then because they want to get laid or whatever, you know, they, uh, they'll go along with anything. You're not thinking about Rick Riley, are you? Yeah, there's another good example. And how about Bud Paxson, Buddy Bud, who found right, the light in his former uh, what that was her name, Peaches? Peaches? Well, Paxson. that's what we were calling her. Well, yeah, that's well, she was a former stripper who became a born again Christian. Hated my show like poison, by the way. Hated Party, me yeah. like uh, oh heathen. And she used to like uh, chew his ass out. It would like bring him to his knees.
2: Alright,
7: stop you've been waiting for All night, gentlemen. Let's give it up for our headliner, Peaches Paxson. Yeah, buddy! Take it
8: off, baby! Take it off, 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 baby! She won that business is just for you, horny guy. How about
2: that?
9: Hey. <laughs> yeah. Let's give her some dollars, gentlemen. She doesn't work for nothing. Give him up. I want to see her go for the one dollar? Watch yeah. out! Yeah, buddy!
8: How about that?
0: How about one of you young Republicans getting up there laying face up on the stage with a dollar between your teeth? That's right, there you go.
7: Keep going down and down. Yeah, fighting. The wood, the only.
3: So today they're going to be revamping the announcing the revamping of the FBI. You did see that, of course. Yes, I did. They got and, problems. Uh, this is all part of the dog and pony show that continues. The kind of covering their ass, scrambling around to try to get their or at least pretend that they have their act together. And I I didn't want to read that whole Newsweek piece yesterday, which went on for about 600 pages about the uh, screw-ups with the FBI and the memo, the the uh, Phoenix memo, and all the other stuff about the 911. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, you do realize who it was that insisted that the FBI divert. He didn't want to. He didn't want to take any extra funds or any extra manpower and divert it to terrorism. This is before 9-11. He wanted it all going to enforcement of drug laws and all of these things. You know the usual right wing crap. John Ascroft, our great Attorney General. No, you're lying. Yeah, right. John Ascroft, He said, Oh no, we don't want to uh, waste our time with terrorism when we got an important thing like uh, people with uh, pin joint in their ashtray. We better you know continue with it now. Now today, all of a sudden, in a magnificent turnaround, they're saying, "Oh well, we're not going to like expend uh, an awful lot of energy on that in the FBI. We'll leave that to like your yokel police, like the ones over on the beach this weekend during that spook fest they had on the beach, right? And they were like uh, busting guys for a uh, you know pin joint stuff like that. We'll leave it to the local police. Give them something to do. But the FBI, we got important fish to fry. You know what that reminds me of? Fish? No, it reminds me of those potluck suppers. Oh." I don't know what made me think. I was thinking about that over the weekend. I guess on the plane coming back, your mind wanders, and you, thinking of the inane things that have gone on in South Florida over the years. You've gone to potluck suppers. No, I have not gone to oh. potluck suppers. But don't you remember all the ones that people were trying to have, like Bob Kunst and all the <laughs> other flag-waving people yeah. exploiting the alien, the divisive, hateful, sick uh, chapter that we were... Oh, we should. Wouldn't that be great to bring that back again? Go. No, no, thank you. Let's have alien like alternate days with uh, Chandra. Now that we found the body. Oh, guess who else was on last night, along with the uh, mustachioed lawyer for Mark, whatever his name is, Gabardine? Oh, uh, Henry Lee. You know the great forensic, the forensic uh, guy, the great right. forensic chink, Doctor Henry Lee, who was also big during OJ, who never uh, was asked, uh, never requested an interview that he would uh, decline. He has nothing to say. Why wow, this is a very tough one. This is a tough one. Yeah, you want egg roll with that? You know, he's got nothing to say at all. In fact, my good friend Richard over there at Emerald Coast is probably embarrassed that they keep putting this guy on here, you know. I'm sure they could come up with better chinks than Henry Lee to put on here to say something that might be of some significance to somebody. He just can't do it. Crowd attacks and kills New Orleans teen. I'm not going to read any stuff today because I have no voice, but I, I got to read this one. And the bad news is George wasn't able to find the new inquirer. I'm, uh, out of sorts. You know I what? I'll have to that... wait two months for
4: it to show up on uh, all the old racks in town.
3: It goes to show you that South Florida is really in the Stone Age. Not only did they not have that story about the dirty dancing at the high school proms, which everybody and their brother, I saw it in Amsterdam, in Europe, on Fox. Bill O'Reilly did an extensive uh, song and a dance about that, and they showed those videos over and over. They exploited it for every drop they could get out of it. It was pretty good. Not only didn't I see it, I can't find anyone who saw it. But I bought the Inquirer on Sunday right here in Toronto, the one, the brand new one, the June 4th, that's got uh, the Cleveland and Harris, the grotesque Columbine pictures uh, just gratuitously on the front page and then again later on inside in case you forgot what they looked like. And it's also got that phenomenal picture of Britney and uh, the story with Justin Tinkerbell getting back together that I read yesterday. And the only reason George wanted to go out and get it is because he wants to see that picture and see if I'm... Believe me, you will not be disappointed. Uh, I trust you. You've got credibility there. Trust me when I tell you she looks in that picture good enough to... Just put like a chocolate, uh, it's a hot fudge right on her forehead mm. and like about a gallon of, uh, whipped cream and a big cherry right on top. Although in her case the cherry would have to be right on top because it'd be the only one you'll find there. Based on those stories that they're saying about her and Justin's Tinkerbell. That's, that's very sad. Oh, it's wow. almost, it's almost in the same category with Julia Roberts and Lyle, I love it, but not quite. Did you understand that at all? No, there must be more there than meets the eye. Even even if you're not a big Julia Roberts fan, and I realize that she doesn't do it for everybody. There are a lot of people who don't like her acting, don't like the way she looks, think she's got a crappy attitude, uh, whatever. But the fact of the matter is she's a, by any standard, a fairly attractive, very, very famous, popular young lady, okay? Julia Roberts, whose brother's an asshole, by the way. What's his name? Eric. Oh. Eric Man, Roberts. Man, there's something strange about that dude. 941 at 560 WQAM. Balance for life. We know what that means. It means great results on losing weight and feeling better, too. This is the new weight loss gourmet meal delivery service here in South Florida that really works. They bring you three great meals right to your door, gourmet meals and two delicious snacks every day. You don't have to worry about shopping. You don't have to worry about calorie counting. You don't have to worry about balancing this or that or figuring out any portions because it's all portioned out right for you there in front of your face. Now, they recently surveyed their current clients to see the kind of results they're getting. Seven-tenths of a pound per day weight loss was the average. That's an estimated average of 20 pounds for a 31-day cycle, which is almost unbelievable. Let me say it again. No cooking, no shopping, no calorie counting, just delicious food delivered right to your door at home, at your work, wherever you're going to be. And right now, be sure and check out their new online service. You input your personal information. They develop you your own website, which automatically generates meal plans, shopping lists, recipes, workout schedules, and tons more based on your needs. You track your results online. It's the most comprehensive, easy-to-use program around for just a fraction of the cost. Check it out now at www.balanceforlife.com and click on the Personal Nutrition page. That's www.balanceforlife.com and just click on Personal Nutrition or give them a call, 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. Nine five four five six eight thirty two twenty nine. Check out Balance for Life. You'll start seeing serious results.
2: Personality. The
0: hey, stupid! Three to seven.
10: Here on Sports Radio five sixty QAM. WQAM.
11: Upstates, but Lennox Lewis will work his magic and put old iron Mike in his place. Cause after one round with Lennox Lewis, that evil Mike Tyson will look like a punk. And after two rounds with Lennox Lewis, we'll hear those gold teeth going plunk, plunk, plunk. Mike should be careful. When he starts to dance with the heavyweight champion of the world Cause when Lewis lands a nice uppercut Mike will cry like a little baby girl Cause after three rounds with Lennox Lewis Tyson will be praying for the bell to ring And after four rounds with Lennox Lewis Tyson's head will look like Don King
3: That's got a long fade on it. We got the uh, the new deal is they either fade out like immediately and disappear, or they just go on forever and yeah. ever. Well, that's one of those ACN C and W things. But I figured the topic at least was good anyway, you know. Yeah, I liked it. It was okay. I'll give it about a two and a half on a scale of eighty-seven. Here's a fax that says, "And George will eventually take over the show today." Just I don't I feel guilty, you know, because I I'm like in that kind of like limbo state. I'm not I'm sick enough that I could not be here, but not, not How am I saying this? In other words, I'm sick enough that it's uncomfortable talking. I got a little scratch, but I'm not that sick that I need to be laying down and, like, passed out. See what I'm saying? I'm in between. I know. Now, why the hell should I feel guilty, especially working for a schmuck like Greg Reed? Why should I feel guilty? What the hell does he do? Besides negotiate a lot of big contracts and give away a lot of, you know, a lot of the company's money. Thanks, by the way, Greg. (laughs) Dan Rather's got five votes, your favorite current network news anchor. And, of course, this is very timely because Brian Williams is going to be replacing Tom Brookjaw, on NBC in 2004, after the presidential elections, the <coughs> green one. Wow, big green one. Dan Rather's got five. I don't watch any of them five. Peter Jennings four. Brian Williams a pair. John Roberts one. Wolf Blitzer, Judy Woodruff, Britt Hume, and Tom Brookjaw, among the four of them. They have oh the big O none. Well, we only got 17 votes. I so think just went up there a few minutes ago. Here's a fact that says, I don't know if you heard this already or not, and before I get to the facts, I don't want to be depressing, but you know, if you really are honest with yourself, maybe not, you don't want to express it publicly, but when you saw those pictures of El Presidente and the Pope, <laughs> you, see, you know where I'm going with this? I know where I'm going with I mean, what, what's the hope for the human race, seriously, when you come right down to it? You know, we got Indian, Pakistan, a bunch of crazy people, and the Indians figure they got nothing to lose because he's 180 years old and they're on the verge of nuclear, on the precipice of nuclear conflict. And then you got the crazy people in the Middle East who can't stop killing each other. And uh, we got the Pope and the President, a match made in heaven. And the Pope cannot, he just can't lift it up in his head either. He just can't, uh, he's just hunched around and keeps looking straight down at the ground. You know, see no evil and uh, know no evil. And of course the President has got that bewildered look. And you notice how out of, uh, he was uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. And then, of course, he made the Pope uncomfortable because the church said, uh, we don't want you to ask no questions about anything embarrassing like the sex abuse scandal. We don't want to talk about stuff. And then, of course, he brings it up. <laughs> of course. And the thing that's really embarrassing is um, the fact that he makes the comment that we're, he's very concerned about the state of the Catholic Church in the U.S. Now, obviously, he's doing that to pander for votes like all the candidates do. But what business is it of any president to be concerned about the state of the Catholic Church, the Seventh-day Adventists? The uh, Jews, the... Um, you see what I'm saying? Well, it's totally right. inappropriate. No.
4: Right. They're not supposed to be supporting or endorsing any of it.
3: Right. But, of course, for centuries now, the Catholic Church has placed itself above all the others. We're more important. And, therefore, the Pope, when he speaks, everybody listens. Just like they used to listen when Merrill Lynch said something, but, of course, they don't anymore because they know they're full of crap. Who was it that those did those spots? Not Merrill Lynch. Who was it when so-and-so speaks... Uh, I I don't know who did the spots, but I remember. You know the one that I'm talking about. Sure. Well, nobody's listening anymore because they know it's all a fraud. they got any brains at all. In fact, look at that. The market's uh, on the way down again today. I just mentioned that in passing now that I'm out of it. And that would be my suggestion. Not that I know anything about it, but that would be my best suggestion to anybody out there who wants to have a few shekels left at the end of the day. When in doubt, take it out. Put it in uh, something. Put it under your mattress. Here's the facts. Neil, I don't know if you heard this hour, and I'm running out of voice, so I think after this hour it's your show. Okay. Well, wasn't that a good idea? Yeah, no, oh, I like it. Get it out of the way. Do one hour. At least, you know, show my presence. I'm here. I'm, I've signed in. I've put my hand up in the air. Present and accounted for, and I'm just going to lay out. I'll pop another Benadryl and go pass out. The fact is, Neil, I don't know if you heard this already or not, but there should be a surprise awaiting you after your summer vacation, assuming you come back here at all. They're opening a crystal on the northwest corner of Sunrise and the power line. It says it's Mooly Town. Now, that's that's a terrible thing to say. Oh, that's true. It's Mooly Town, so I might avoid it at night. Well, that's kind of like Wayne Arnold's. That's certainly in Mooly Town at um, northwest 7th Avenue and 125th Street. That's definitely dark town. But in the daytime, you're safe. You're very close to I-95 for a quick getaway. Now, Sunrise and Power Line. What about it? I don't even know where that is. I know Atlantic and Power Line, that's Pompano Park. Well, go east from there. No. Go south from there. Oh well, like I said. Anyway, it says maybe you want to avoid it. It'll be awesome to grab a sackful during the day. I know you like to grab a sackful. Yes, I do. First they can shake. Now this maybe there's hope for South Florida after all. No. P. S. Joe and George are a good combo. It says, Whatever well, somebody who didn't rip Joe an ass. George liked it because it took the heat off of him this time. They got to pick on Joe and rip him an ass. And the good news is Joe's not listening now because he's in the sack. No question about that. Because he worked last night till 6 this morning? Yes. Unless, of course, he's just a masochist and he wants to continue hearing the uh, caustic comments that are coming in from the audience about his performance. Well, maybe he's taping it. Probably. A crowd of children and teenagers... I'm just about done. I'm out of voice. A All right. A crowd of children and teenagers attacked and killed a 16-year-old in front of her home Saturday in New Orleans. Vinicius Smith was apparently killed in a neighborhood feud, said Sergeant Paul Ocardo, a New Orleans police spokesman. He said two girls ages 12 and 14 were booked as juveniles on second-degree murder charges. Police were looking for more boys and girls, he said, as are probably most of the priests to our left.
8: That's the American fucking way.
3: Seven to ten people attacked Smith and one stabbed her with a steak knife, Ocardo said. Witnesses said the 12-year-old and the 14-year-old surrendered moments later, according to Ocardo. How do you like that? Little kids murdering other kids. Great. It's uh, becoming, you know, commonplace. Sure. Like mom and Chevy and guns and apple pie. Only this with a steak knife. And I don't want, this is probably going to be in very poor taste. I don't mean to say it this way. But when I read the thing about the steak knife, you know what it made me think about? Steak and shake. No. Ruth's Chris. Close. Smith and Walensky. Oh, oh, those really
4: wonderful, beautiful steak knives that they yeah. brought up with that. I still have food. those at
3: home somewhere, yeah. Beautiful knives. The food was crap. The food was absolute swill. My little dog wouldn't even sniff the food they brought that day. The shrimp was good. The steaks sucked. Absolutely grotesque. In fact, everything that I had was really bad. And it's it's a shame, too, because they really wanted to put on a big dog and pony show for us and impress us. And just to be nice, they left me all those big, beautiful steak knives. Very expensive, too, I'm sure. Right, a whole set in a box. And they left, and then I ripped them an ass. I'm not going to go on here and lie for them. Are, were they a sponsor? No, no. Are they a sponsor now? No. And even if they were a sponsor, well, I probably would have to lie a little bit. I wouldn't have been quite so caustic. I would have said, you yeah, know, it was interesting. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, my meal sucked. It was pure garbage. It didn't, uh, no, it was <laughs> cold. In fact, in fact, now that we mentioned that thing about Crystal, I'd rather go to Crystal. Because even though it's not good for you with those little, uh, steamy buns. Oh, that's right. I forgot Little Old Caboose, too. I shouldn't have done that thing about Crystal. You know what? P.D. Lenny will get all ballistic now. He'll go nuts. Little Old Caboose is, uh, what's, what's their address? I don't know. Uh, I guess I better look in a copy. Isn't it Cypress Creek Road? I, I really can't say. Let me take a look. So I think I just did something bad. And I'm sure that the, <laughs> well, isn't that bad?
2: Well, that's one good. of our fine sponsors. Of course,
3: and we
4: enjoy them at the Harley appearances when we go there. You enjoy what? The little old caboose burgers. Petey brings food from there when uh, we do the Harley-Davidson appearances, Fort Lauderdale harley On Powerline
3: Road, just south of Hillsborough, are in Deerfield. That's that's up the road a piece, but they are on Powerline. So I don't think we're going to be promoting Crystal very much. No. Nope. I think I'm done. My okay. voice is done. I'm uh, doing my Ricola here very good. I'm very proud of myself for doing it now. So how did this, were we getting any cutouts technically or not? Not a one. And you sound clear as a bell. Oh, Fancy, let's hear it for Julio, crispy, man. Crispy, crunchy. It's great. Let's hear it for Fat Julio because, like I've always said, the fat people are <coughs> the dead people, the good people. 956 at 560. Bye. UAM. Hey, speaking of that, speaking of schwitzing your brains out, how about cooling off with some great Champion light? Sounds good to oh. me. That's right. Because, man, the other sports drinks out there don't even come close. They don't hold a candle to Champion light because they're full of crap. Champion Lite's got nothing in there but good stuff, like all the electrolytes you need after a workout. All the other sports drinks, whether it's Gatorade, all the others, forget about them. They're passe because they're loaded with sugar and therefore with calories and carbohydrates and all kinds of crap. Some of them even have <coughs> stuff that will make you sit on and be a squatter all day. Not champion light. It's got no carbs, no caffeine, no calories, no sugar, no nothing but great taste. In fact, now it's available in six different delicious flavors. And believe me, if you tried it like a few months ago, you're going to like it even better now because the flavors are all like juiced up, like the Mad Dog. They're juiced up right now you got orange, lemon, lime, grape, fruit punch, and the new flavors, lemonade, and blue raspberry. Man, they are delicious. In fact, when I get back from vacation, I expect there to be cases and cases. I expect there to be a Schmidt load of Champion Light waiting for me. But there Don't was you a- think? I sure hope so. Or if you want to find the store nearest you that carries it, if you actually want to spend some money and buy it, which is a damn smart idea, check out Champion Light. Mark Channel, where great stories come to life.
0: Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami Fort Lauderdale. The
6: uncut Wonder Boy of the Airways. George God. How could things be any
1: worse? I don't think so.
4: Great audio, Brian. And, of course, if I had a good memory, I'd remember how bad that sounded. Did he redo the audio on that? Brian, did you redo the audio on that? Boy, I sure hope so. Yes. Even though, what, he already called and said he redid the audio on that?
11: No, that was him. You didn't just hear him? Sorry.
4: Oh, I get it. Uh-huh. E.F. Hutton, by the way, is the person that we were talking about, that Neil was talking about, about, you know, when somebody talks, uh, when E.F. Hutton talks, somebody listens to Carry On with that. Because we're right. talking about that. Take care of old business like this poll. And I don't understand the results coming out so far. Right now we have 17 votes for I Don't Watch Any of Them. As far as network anchors go. By the way, Neil, we left your pot on, so if uh you know if you're on your way back from the bathroom or puking or just uh I don't know, popping another pill and you want to play a fart game, <clears throat> feel free. I don't watch any of them 17. Who doesn't watch any network news? And I'll admit I don't watch a lot of it. You know, when you're doing the show you watch more of it than you would normally just to stay up to date, but just by chance, by osmosis, coincidentally. Who avoids all network news altogether? Well, do you watch it for the particular person? No, but that's not the question. Who's your favorite current news anchor? So there's everyone has a preference. So you'll watch a news show because of the network, not the anchor. I watch a news show for the news. For the news, but who has the best news? Do you see what I'm saying? And that's not the question. For example so the guy delivering the news doesn't weigh in at all on you? Well, I get more than like, the Tom news, Broca, actually, from the scrawl on the bottom. Just the him, using him for an example, Tom Brokaw with his speech defect. I can't stand to watch him deliver the news. I can't understand him. They should have subtitles. And especially during the entire... Um, closed caption. Right, closed caption. If I wanted to read, I would buy a newspaper. But anyway, during the the whole uh, Bosnia thing, Yugoslavia thing, and he was trying to read some of those city names, forget about it. He couldn't even come close. and. He I think you know he mumbles anyway, even more so than I do. hey, how you doing, Clarence? we uh we switched over, so he mumbles even more than I do, and I think he was mumbling on perfect, perfect oh, on purpose. He was mumbling on purpose just so that he wouldn't have to know how to pronounce those names hey, I said it. You didn't hear me? I said it. Don't question my authority. I'm a big shot. But Dan Rather is winning outside of that, now just reloaded, updated, uh, 19 people don't watch any of them, which I don't understand that. Dan Rather, who I voted for, just because, uh, just because I like him, and that, that has no weight. And also he did this for us. So anybody who did that on Letterman can't be all bad. Anybody that gives you a drop. I don't mind Peter Jennings either. Peter Jennings is fine. He's just, you know, boring, nondescript, but I don't need great personality in a news guy. I just want to be able to understand them. Obviously, they're not writing those things. They're not writing the news. They're not the ones reporting it. They're just reading it. Just
11: It's being fed to them. So
4: I just want somebody who's articulate with as little melodrama as possible. That's Dan Rather followed by Peter Jennings, as far as I'm concerned. Dan Rather, 13, and second place behind. Now, 21. I don't watch any of them. Brian Williams, 11. Tom Brokaw, 10. Peter Jennings, 9. John Roberts, 2. Judy Woodruff, 1. And 0 for Wolf Blitzer. And Brit Hume. And we will be taking calls, the same situation. Miguel will put you on hold because he doesn't want to talk to you. Won't we'll talk to you. And there's no reason for you to have to talk to them. What are you going to do besides be distracted? Get a headache. When I decided that, when, you know, screenless, Neil invented that, As far as far at least as far as I'm concerned, because it's the first show that I was a full-time producer of. Nobody else who I was a part-timer with ever had the balls, the nerve to go screenless. And by screening, I mean what other shows do, what genuinely other shows do with all the questions, the 20 questions, asking you this way and that way, sometimes hanging up on you and uh, calling you back, getting your number and calling you back so that they know that you're not a crank. You know, the really cowardly things that talk show hosts do to hide behind their producers because they're afraid that somebody might say something to them. Beast has no idea what you're talking about. He looks good with those 3D glasses, by the way. How about that Sofia Vergara? That is the most popular tourist attraction inside this building, by the way, is the 3D Sofia Vergara poster that we have in that room. Even people who don't know what this room is, they, they call it the Sofia Vergara room because that's where the calendar in that poster is. So they just come in to ogle that. So the screenless thing, obviously if you go just full-on screenless, then nobody knows what the hell's going on. The phone rings, and the next thing you know, you're on the air. At least if you're on hold, you know that you hear the show, you know that that's the show, and presumably you know you're going to be on a show. And you know what? Even if you don't, you're an idiot, because those numbers that we give out, we give out to be on the show. Anybody who's calling those numbers expecting to take care of any kind of business, you're an idiot. Sorry. No offense. Maybe. You're an idiot. We give those numbers out to talk, to call and talk, right? Well, we played the Neil Open, which doesn't give the numbers because he's not taking calls. It gives the fax machine. But when we have a regular Open, when we used to have a regular open, those numbers are given out to go on a show to talk to the host. And people call up asking for taking care of business, asking for salespeople. What's the number to this sponsor, which I wish we could give you, but we can't. Don't make me start on that again. So, Miguel, we'll put I you gotta on take hold. I got complaints, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Hey, Neil was talking about something uh three weeks ago and Thursday, I think. And uh he was talking about this hotel... In Amsterdam, that's right next to the blue light, the red light district where they have that fountain that's shaped like a penis. What was that? And you know what? It's not going to matter. I could do this a hundred times a day talking about how those phones exist for people who want to be on the show and how we don't exist to help anyone here. Our job in this building and right now is... Producing a radio show, creating a radio show. And it right. doesn't matter how many times I tell people that, they're still going to call. And it's the only time they call. And it doesn't matter how many times I talk to my fellow producers about encouraging these people by helping them when they call the talk lines. They're st- they're going to do their own show in the control room. You know that control room that, oh, I'm not going to get into that. So 5670560 in Dayton Broward, pound 560 on AT&T Wireless, 877 6345 Stop it. Stop making me crack up in there. Here's the first crank of the day. QAM, hello. This is going to be the Raspberry Guy on line five. Hey, George. Hey, how are you?
8: I'm doing all right. Listen, a couple of quick things. I just wanted to say, you know, you have a great show, and I'm getting ready to get out of this hellhole of a town in a few weeks. I'm going up north for about 10 days with <laughs> my wife. I can't wait to get out of here. Up and, north uh, where? Up north. I'm going to Cleveland, Ohio. My
4: oh, hometown. wow. That's an improvement.
8: Yeah, well, the people Sorry. there are so much nicer. You know what? You're right, because
4: they're nicer everywhere else. That's what I've come to realize on all the 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 penny Annie trips that I go to, mostly to other states. Obviously, is that people are nicer everywhere else, everywhere else but here.
8: That's for darn sure. And we're we're taking the scenic route. We're taking the Greyhound 32I. It's going to be a long, hard trip.
4: But... Hey, I took I've taken seven uh, bus trips between here and Montana in my lifetime. So that's five day, four night trip, by the way. So don't wow. feel so bad, Cleveland. That's wow. nothing.
8: So, but anyway, listen, I just want to say, you know, I like your show. I'm sorry to hear Neil's not feeling well, and I have a shameless request. Uh,
4: uh, okay, thank you very much. We're not taking any requests today. Did I say that? Did Neil say that? Did he say Neil's going to, uh, George is going to take care of the show, take the, over the rest of the show because he's dying over there, and he's going to take requests and uh, and sandbag and fake his way through like I did yeah. on Monday? No. Must have missed that part. QAM, hello, crankline. Hello,
12: George.
8: Yes.
4: Hi. Hi. How are you Hi.
12: doing?
8: Hey, I love your show. Just wanted to let you know. I know you get a lot of crap from people, but...
4: uh, Hey, whatever. That's all part of the job. You know, if if that's how you want to utilize the show is to uh, flip me crap and uh, take shots at me, fine. It's all the show.
12: Yeah, I understand. Just want to let you know. Listen a lot. Um, I had a fax over here that I wanted to fax to Neil, but uh, apparently he's... uh, Well,
4: well, I'll still fax it to Neil. How's that? You got something you want me to fax to Neil? We still take commercial breaks. I'll, uh, I'll fax him anything that's addressed to him.
8: All right, sure. And the uh, the other thing was the other day, yesterday, I think. I'm sorry to go back, but it you mentioned so something about an, on an online uh, pharmacy thing.
4: Yeah, I checked it out. They don't have anything good there. Nothing that I want anyway. No. Oh, I mean, uh you know, they don't have anything anybody would want. They have Propecia and Viagra. Uh,
12: no, never mind. Okay. All right, jo- uh, George. Yeah. Be great. See okay. you later.
4: Thank you very much. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. Put on Neil. Okay. Yeah. Tapes. QAM, hello. Hey, listen. I would be so happy to. Miguel, put on a tape. I leave. Go ahead, sir. No.
8: Hey, I was calling about Sunday. I saw Carollo in the paper making more money in his pension than he actually makes than he actually used to make. Did you see that?
2: Yeah, yeah. I know.
4: Uh, it's right, depressing. Man. It's uh, but it's here. And if, the wife wants I, half. Oh, I know. If I really let it get to me, I would go nuts. I'm so glad I live in Broward. How's that? I'm glad I live in Broward. I just joined you um, and and thank you and we're going to make our stand in Broward County for what it's worth. And I know we got our own problems up there. We got the Nazi sheriff shutting down swing clubs and everything. We got fake chamber of commerce says, just remember support your local chamber of commerce, which is preceded by the name of a city. For example, the Greater Fort Lauderdale Chamber of Commerce, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, my Specific favorite, ones. the Pompano Chamber of Commerce. Not these other pseudo-chambers that are really just someone's personal company that they named a chamber, because guess what? The word chamber isn't a copyrighted word, so you have no idea what you're getting into. These other chambers, support them, the ones that are actually organizations of businesses, groups of businesses that have come together for the mutual benefit of each other. So we're going to make our stand in Broward County and in Hollywood. That's where uh, we're going to try to improve things. and uh, And don't let me get started again on the homeless voice, although I just might. I just might, you know. They call, and Neil, I don't know if you know, he he probably turned this thing off. I know I would, if I was going to pop another Benadryl and go back to bed. The last thing that I would want to hear is you me, or anyone that sounds like me. But uh, they crank, they cranked all week. The homeless voice people, calling from payphones, and I'm sure Sean Kanani himself called a hundred times. Well, I'm exaggerating a little bit, maybe 50 times. It's 12 past 10 on 560 WQAM.
3: Summertime's upon you, baby. On the days when it's not pouring cats and dogs, it's 110 degrees in the shade, and from what everybody says, it's going to be brutal this summer. But OleoMed is a great product that'll help you to feel your best and keep you in good health, help you survive the sultry South Florida summers. Oleomet is a soft gel capsule that contains the best olive oil on the face of the globe, and we all know the great things that olive oil can do for us, uh-huh. in us, on us, underneath us. Uh-huh. It contains olive oil along with vitamins and minerals and herbs to promote health for all different parts of your body, for your prostate, for your heart, for your blood pressure, for your cholesterol. Oleomed's also got supplements to mel- promote health in your circulatory system, your digestive, your endocrine system, your skin and bones, even your mind as well, all using the benefits, like I said only moments ago, of the best olive oil that money can buy. And Oleomed's got products, as I'm sure you know by now, for men and for ladies as well. Oleomed's available at Walgreens, Whole Food Markets, Navarro Pharmacy, and Sedanos. If you want to get more info on their products, how they work, and what they be doing, call them toll-free. They'll answer your questions. 1-866-Oleomed. That's 866-O-L-E-O-M-E-D, or you can order their products right off their website.
0: I just want to contract them. in the yeah, best in, in the best interests of the game. Weeknights to ten on Sports Radio five sixty UAM.
12: Hi, Papa Juan Pablo.
9: I'm very old. That's why my head hangs down loose and droopy. Yeah, no. I see my toes protruding from my gown in my booties Hold my head up oh says hold my head up oh says hold my head up Please before I die I smell my arm as I limp in I dress like I'm snoozing. My bones are gone. That funny hat on my head needs re-gluing. Hold Hold my head head up. Bob says, Hold my head head up. up. Bob says, Hold my head head up. Bob, please, before I die. As I look down, things I thought were misplaced, I am finding. So far I found six dollars in loose change and my car keys. Hold my head up, says hold my head up, boxes. hold my head up. 1018
4: 560 WQAM. Jim manage will be along at 1 o'clock, then at 3, it's Hank Goldberg. 6.30, Marlins on deck, then the Marlins and the Reds play a baseball game. After that, it's Ted Kaplan. Joe and Mark, my favorite show outside of this one on this station from 2 until 6, and I listen every chance I get. You know, I tried listening to them, uh, using them as the wake-up call and the snooze alarm, because I actually start the snooze at like 5.30, but then I would hear the tail end of the show, and instead of hitting the snooze button, this isn't a lie, I'm not saying this to stroke Joe, thank you Joe, by the way, for doing the week with me, it's always fun doing the show with Joe, no slight on Miguel, but you know, it was uh, like an old time thing, but anyway, I would find myself, instead of hitting the snooze button, listening because I wanted to know what they were talking about, instead of hitting the snooze and going back to sleep, and getting that extra little half hour, because i got to wake up in stages, I don't know about you, Stages. Stages. Snooze by three it. times. Three times. That's it. Three times. At 5.30, if five I wake up by 6, then I'm a lazy bastard. Maybe, maybe I'll hit it four times and wake up at 6.10. Oh, 6.10. We can't say that. That means something else. Station we hate. So I would find myself listening and not, not going back to snooze. Cause I'd always come in in the middle of something, something, you know, totally outlandish and disgusting and dirty, which is my speed. So they're doing a great job, and, That's what uh, they and of course want. if you're out driving around late at night, which I rarely am, you get them on a Friday night. Is that the right way to do it? They don't do it on Monday night, or rather Sunday night, Monday morning. That's when they don't have a show? Correct. They have a Friday night, Saturday morning show. Is that the way it
11: should be? Yeah.
4: All because right. you want
11: that late crowd, you want those people coming home, uh, from partying and on the Friday night. Alright, you know? I'm
4: screwed up. Anyway, I played that Pope thing besides the fact that it's a brand new Boca Brian bit and it, uh, sure is good and accurate. And we saw that picture of El Presidente with a Pope who apparently uh, his spine has turned to jelly. And that's why he can't hold his head up. He's got no neck. He's old. He's old. And Miguel was telling me during the break that I'm going to hell. You got it wrong. Remember the call? And I'm sure it was Konani. Well, maybe you weren't listening that week since you weren't here just out of bitterness. The guy said there's a special place in hell for people like me. And I'm sure there is, but you know what? The layer of hell that El Papa is going to is way deeper, darker, and hotter than anywhere I'm going. The king of all fakers. Here it is. Hey, Pope, there's a scandal in your church. You know all about it. It's been going on for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Your priests are raping little boys. Are you going to do something about it? No. Stop bothering me. I can't hold my head up. Stop talking bad about the church. Stop sullying the reputation of all those good priests, wherever they are, whoever they are, with uh, all of your isolated incidences that we've been hearing about for years. And so I might still get to this Inquirer thing from the old Inquirer, the previous Inquirer, the one with the Aussie family photos in the middle of it, et cetera, and so on, about the Pope's uh, best close personal friend, Father Maciel de Gallio, founder of an internationally prominent order of 500 priests and uh, 2,500 seminarians whose offices are in Rome, right next to the popes, who's his buddy, and all of the sexual allegations that have been leveled at him, if you wonder why the church isn't doing anything about it. Because there are pedophiles right up at the top. Sitting at the pope's feet are these child molesters. QAM, hello.
13: Hey,
8: George, how
12: you doing?
4: All right, how are you, sir?
12: Good. Hey, um, you ever watch this uh, TV show called The Shield? The Shoe? Shield. Shield.
4: The Shield. No, I heard about it, though. It's, I'm supposed to watch it. Everybody says it's good, and I need to watch it.
12: That is a wild show. They uh, show it on uh, Tuesday and Sunday, 10 and 11. They show it again at 11 for some reason.
11: But uh,
12: it's, it's uh, pretty wild for regular TV.
4: I'm also supposed to watch Alias. Somebody said that was good. Does anybody know anything about that?
12: I haven't seen that.
4: Okay, well, it's on Sunday nights at 9, which is the same time as Six Feet Under, which I'm not particularly crazy about, but that's what the wife watches, and guess where I am, so... Alias. Alias, well, I'm not watching Alias, although I might as well now. You know, Six Feet Under, I think, might be over, or getting over soon. Oh uh, shucks. Aw, shucks. And shucks still... sucks. Okay, yeah, no argument from me. It's just there. It's just something. See, we get lulled in by HBO... Because of the sopranos and sex in the city and I, oh, if sex in the city isn't for you well, shut up not you but them all right. those women like they don't you know what well they want it for themselves if if sex in the city isn't for me then stop wearing pants all right those are for me I've just decided wear nice billowy skirts that the breeze can blow up like we're gonna g- get into that next thing you're gonna tell me is I can't have a purse. QAM hello. Yeah. Good
12: morning, George.
4: Good morning. How are you?
12: This is Flo. Um, Hi. I just want to say that Dan Rather and then Peter Jennings, I think, are two of the top reporters. They also would like to uh, report fair news. I've oh, heard... look at this! The
2: joke votes are
4: coming in now. Tom Brokaw got twenty-four since I said that about him about his mumbling speech defect, and Neil <laughs> said the same thing essentially. But the, the main reason why I called is yeah. because
12: I think that you should replace Neil because you're witty and funny and. Oh,
4: you're, you're so sweet. <laughs>
12: Thank you, George. I like Joe, and I love Miguel, too.
2: Thank you. I love there's Miguel.
12: no reason why you can't uh, be the sh- do the show. Eventually. Whenever Neil needs the replacement, you should be the villain. Well,
4: you're awfully sweet.
12: Okay. Start the George.
4: campaign now. Give George a job in four years. QAM, hello.
8: God,
12: she must be deaf.
4: Okay. You know who that was? Calling from Wisconsin. I'll give you that that yeah. so we have to hang up on, and now he's calling every single show in the place. How you doing, Greg? QM, hello. Hey, George, how
12: you doing? All right,
4: how are you, sir? Pretty
12: good. Uh, I heard about that show, too, The Shield.
4: Yeah, everybody's talking about it. It's supposed and to be gritty, but you know what? Is it, is, isn't it another cop show and like a soap opera cop show like Hill Street Blues?
8: I heard it's mo- mostly like, uh, you know that movie with Denzel that he did recently? It's training Day. Yeah, okay. it's something like that about a crooked cop. And just to let you know, the first two episodes of the series are coming on tonight at 10. So I'm going to check it out because I haven't seen it. So uh, if you want to check it out, the first two episodes are coming out. On, on,
2: on FX, right? FX. Okay. Yeah. I'll, All right. I'll see if
4: I remember. I mean, I could write it down, but I'm not taking this notepad home with me. You ever do that? You write stuff down, but, of course, you write it down on something that you never look at?
11: Right. I got my pad here. Right. I write stuff down, yeah, but it stays yeah, if in I my car. I carried
4: my refrigerator around with me everywhere I went, I would never forget anything, because that's where I stick stuff. For The post-it note or on your desk, on your computer monitor, on your, in your office. Right. You write it down. You think that means something. I could write it down in a little notebook. I could write it on my hand. What was the name of that movie? And I only saw pieces of it. Not with the audio up, because we're in here during the show, where the guy has the uh, no short-term memory. So he has all these tattoos of things reminding him to shave and stuff like that. Somebody will call up. No clue. It was just on the, it's going to be on cable very soon because it was just on the pay-per-views. He's got tattoos all over his body, and he's trying to solve a mystery, and uh, Joe Pantoliano is in it, but he's not the guy. He's not the actor. So anyway, this is always weird, taking over. I mean, I enjoy having a lead-in and just taking over there it's there nice Just a lead-in. But, right, no, it's good, but it's tough because what he is talking about is not necessarily what I want to talk about or have the ability to talk about, like anchors. i have pretty much exhausted everything I have to say on it. I mean, I I don't drive home really fast because I'm going to miss Dan Rather or Peter Jennings. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. If I'm there at home in front of the TV and it's news time and Tom Brokaw comes on, I change it to either Dan Rather or Peter Jennings, depending on which story they're talking about. Right. And that's it. And I like them because they're articulate. They can speak and they're not doing any melodrama. They're not doing because Neil was talking about Rick Sanchez. Not being a news anchor. I couldn't stand him on seven. I don't want melodrama. I don't want a show. If I want a show, I'll turn on a comedy. For news, for news, I want someone that I can take seriously. I don't want a clown. I don't want clown news. Does that make any sense? Does that make me like an old guy, old, old old-fashioned, stodgy old fart that I don't want infotainment? I want just serious journalism, look you in the eye, tell you what's going on kind of crap with no melodrama? Does that make me a butt plug? Got to get with you. you Got to like the yellow journalism. I like spicy stories. You know what? There are plenty of tabloid shows if you want that bells and whistles and glitzy graphics and nice sounders and sweepers and things like that.
3: And then there's always Deco Drive, 1027 on 560 WQAM. If you're tired of hassles with your cell service, if you're tired of that fifty dollar a month plan that you thought you purchased, and then winding up costing you hundreds of dollars a month instead of fifty, then get on the team with Team Cell Tech. At Celtec Communications, you're authorized Nextel representative. For over 25 years, celltech has been providing South Florida with the best service, and they take the hassle away from dealing with the cellular company, not to mention the expense. Right now, Nextel's shared rewards plan allows you to share 4,000 monthly minutes with free incoming calls for only $54.99. has got a great selection of other plans, too, no matter what your budget, with most including free incoming calls, nationwide long distance, free caller ID, free voicemail, and Nextel's unique direct connect two-way radio feature, too. So whether it's one or a thousand phones or resilient, take it from me and our very own starting quarterback, Jay Fiedler, the spokesman. Celltech Communications, your authorized Nextel representative, is the only smart way to go. Call one 800 2 today and get connected. That's 1-800-CELTEC and the number 2. Celltech Communications, keeping us all-
0: Eat your Wheaties to listen here, baby. Sports Radio 56560,
7: QAM. As Sally Fitz would say, stick it up your ass. Okay. With his trusty colleague, took shots of Ariola, he compared their men. With his camera, said he had shots of Anna, but he must have smelled some dupes, they were someone else's boobs. This guy is a major tool. At first, he thought it was Jewel. Never checked the lady's face, that's why he's. They should take his camera back None of this makes any sense What's with the nipple defense? It's a freaking crock Wait, 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 wait. please, please I thought it was the tennis girl I saw her laying there on the beach and I said That's gotta be anaconic up boobs It's gotta be! Hope they make him pay millions Cause he shot the wrong melons And approved that they weren't her. They were Ben and Knockers. What a big bonehead.
4: That's Todd Pettengill. How dare you rip him, Miguel? Twenty seven till eleven on five sixty WQAM. You know, the uh the playing bagpipes guy. All those great bits, the John Rocker psychiatry. psychiatry that's why guy, that's right. why you're tired of his voice, because yes. he's doing all of those voices. And some people have said the same thing about Boca Bryan, which I take great offense to because he does all those voices himself. Never. It's just one guy. One guy doing all of that stuff. But anyway, you distracted me from that. What I was gonna say, because, uh, that bit reminded me that that penthouse is out there. Somewhere. It's yes. already out. Have you seen it? Do you have it? No. It's a collector's issue. Big news item. Alright, so it's, uh, Soltez Benetton. Well. Wasn't well, Anna, so who cares? She's a celebrity and she has breasts and, uh, let's see him. Let's see him, baby, as somebody who used to work here used to say. Where's your magazine guy? Well, that's what I was gonna say because we got problems now. We've got this inquirer with Britney in it that Neil keeps teasing me about that I can't find anywhere. And with all due respect to Barnes & Noble, because I love their store, I go there all the time, I spend a lot of money at Barnes & Noble, maybe 100 bucks a month or something like that, just books, magazines, and everything like that. Their magazine rack is like two months out of date. That's the place you go to find things that you missed, that aren't anywhere else anymore. Well, I would say anywhere else anymore, because I don't know where a current newsstand is, with the exception, and nobody start calling, of Bob's News in Fort Lauderdale, I love that place. That I could, like you know how Manage was talking about uh, Bass Pro Shops, Outdoor World yesterday, yeah. where I could just spend the whole day and really do damage to my credit card. And, Hopefully, uh, not that's the way that
11: he walks around, but no, because I, I like simpler. the outdoorsy
4: <laughs> stuff too, and uh, and the fishing, a little bit fishing, but mostly just outdoorsy stuff in general. Like boots and jackets and and all the little, nice and, there, and yeah. knives. Right, when we do the appearances there, I have to go in and just look around and, and touch things. Merchandise. We tell about the first half about. How doing that. Right, but I could really do some even more serious damage than that in Bob's News because they have magazines from all over the world and they have all these crazy books, any kind of crazy book imaginable, like fetish stuff, uh, weird comedy, that old uh, old hippie comic books. Remember that. The R. Crumb, you don't know from no. R. Crumb, punk. R. Crumb in the 60s, when comics were first starting, the first time he started to get comic books that actually had foul language and sexual humor and drug humor and everything like that, that was Robert Crumb. You've seen the the keep on trucking guy. The old guy, keep on trucking, he's leaning back, his foot yeah. is sticking way out in front. Uh-huh. That's that's Robert Crumb. Ah. Okay, and all that stuff. The fabulous Freak Brothers, the fabulous Furry Freak Brothers. Right. These are things that we used to as children. Now, my parents were too uh, anal retentive to have anything like that in the house. But thank God for the degenerate parents of my friends. We would sneak into their bedrooms and while looking for daddy's porno, we would come across daddy's secret stash of uh, our crumb comic books. And that was as exciting, if not more so than the comics, because if you've ever seen any of it, I mean, hardcore doesn't begin to describe QAM, hello. Oh, so, I, wait, I tangented myself. So, hey, Bill from uh, Anderson News, if you're listening, not only would we like, uh, you know, our, our regular supply of magazines, because he says that he puts bundles together. I'll get right back to you, sir. Sorry, I, I distracted myself again. Not only do we get... He puts a bundle together, and then he puts it in the van. This is what he told me the last time that he dropped a bundle by. And then he just never gets the chance to come by. And I keep telling him, well, tell me where you're at. I'll go to you, because we... Thirst, we hunger for current periodicals here on this radio station, oh, here shit. on this show. And I don't ha- want to have to drive up to Bob's because it's a little bit of a hike. Not bad, but still. I want a really good newsstand in the lobby of this freaking building. That's what I want. And if not here, like around the corner, like where the Walgreens is and the bank and the public's over here on the corner... In other words, some place that I drive by on the way to work so that I can stop by there in the morning and get my stuff. I know I'm a selfish, lazy bastard. Yes. But still, listen, Bob's is nowhere on the way here. And I mean a good newsstand. Like, alright, in these news, before, news so. down on 79th Street Causeway, Captain Singh brings us stuff every once and again. Captain Singh, you have a wonderful establishment, beautiful little newsstand. Exactly what I'm talking about. You know, the little long, skinny, hole-in-the-wall newsstands with everything you want in there. That's what we need in the lobby of this building or somewhere in between here and my house so that I, on the way to or from work I can stop by and get some current periodicals and international magazines and things like that. The closest thing we got is Bill from Anderson News. Please, Bill, I beg you, please, and anybody who knows you, just uh, call the inside line. I know you have it so that we can let you in and uh, tell me I'll drive to you. We'll rendezvous somewhere. Tell me when you're going to be in the hood. We want the penthouse with Soltez Benetton on it just because it's a collector's item. We want to pass it around the building. Two, we want please. to pass Soltez around the building. Two, you're greedy. He's going to bring the bundle of whatever's there. Hopefully, he'll just grab one of those uh penthouses, uh, you know, off the pile before they all go out the door. And then that inquirer with Brittany on it that I so badly, badly want to see. Okay, sorry about that, sir. I had to take care of old business. Go ahead. It's you. Hello. Yes. Yes,
8: yeah, you was talking about the, the movie star with the head over his arm.
4: Memento with Guy Pierce. What
8: yeah, we got a uh, Robert De Niro, K. k What
4: are you talking about? Bye. What show is he listening to? Thank you, whoever faxed me. W L Memento is the movie that I was talking about with the guy with the short term memory problems. Too much. Lifeless people. Lifeless, lifeless. Want to live dangerously and pick up another one? QAM, hello. Wow, Perfect. what a surprise. QAM, hello. You suck. QAM, hello. I think that was Eddie. Same guy on two lines. QAM, hello. Hey, George? Yeah?
8: Uh, two things. Isn't that newsstand out by you on Young Circle still there?
4: I don't know what you're talking about. If there is one, uh, I don't know which one to, uh, it is. There's a
8: Hollywood uh, video in public on Young Circle there?
4: There's a newsstand on Young Circus ne- Young Circle next to the Publix.
8: Yeah, there used to be years ago. It's just the same thing you're talking about, that long, skinny newsstand with
13: all the periodicals, and it's uh, very similar to Bob's. And,
4: uh, I never um, saw one.
13: Okay, uh, the other thing is is the
8: comic book you were talking about, was uh, Zap Comics. Right. And the walking guy was Mr. Natural, who was also That's right. uh, the on, Keep On Trucking uh, guy. On Four Way Blotter in the 70s.
4: Right. Well, I uh, wouldn't know about the Blotter, but.
8: Oh, a friend of a friend.
4: <laughs> I'm saying, right, like I know. <laughs> I don't know from Blotters in the 70s. All right. All right. Take Love it you, easy. George. I was just a punk kid. QAM, hello.
8: Yeah, good morning, George. Morning. Phil from Carl Springs. Yes. Um, not far from your house, Hallandale Beach Boulevard, uh, between the tracks and well, it's just west of uh, east of the tracks. There's a newsstand. I haven't been in there in years, but uh, I know that uh, there's a big newsstand there. That's right
4: by the Billabong. Our favorite uh, yes, radio exactly. radio people hang out.
8: Well, no, no, no. It's further down. It's further uh, east. Not, it's yeah. It's almost to um, uh, US one. As a matter of fact, it's on the north side of the street.
2: Okay,
4: do you know the name of it?
8: No, I'm sorry, I don't. All right. Uh, um, I'll just
4: drive I around real slow. You know what? In Hallandale, I'll fit right in. <laughs>
8: yeah. You know where that Flanagan's is, right there on the corner? Uh,
4: Yes, US? yes, I do. U.S. Okay, 1 in it's, Hallandale, it's right. about
8: three blocks east of that. On oh, the, even uh, further side east.
4: Okay.
12: Okay, George. I'll check Have it out. Still not
4: exactly on the way home, Definitely but not a far detour. Dog track. The dog track, I know that. That's on um Pembroke, right?
12: Yeah, the
3: US one. Anyway, it's eighteen till eleven. I don't know if you're ready. On five sixty QAM. Here's some great news for South Florida. Fast Train announces the opening of its brand new campus in Kendall. If you're considering a brand new high-paying career, there is no time like now to check this out. Call Fast Train eight six six FAST TRAIN. Fast Train's new campus is located right across from Miami Dade Community College Kendall Campus. Microsoft certified instructors are waiting for you there. There are no payments for a full year. That deal's waiting for you, too. There's a full-time job placement staff. they got convenient day-night and weekend classes. And now for you, a brand-new Kendall campus. Call Fast Train at that toll-free number. and Get yourself on the road to a serious occupation making some big bucks. Call 866-FAST-TRAIN. They have four convenient locations now in Dayton, Broward, so Fast Train's got a location got to be nearby you. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and then call them at that toll-free number, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. Fast Train can have you certified and ready for that brand-new career in as little as four months. Don't delay. Pick up that phone and call Fast Train today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Don't forget, there's a Fast Train. (laughs) Mornings and all week long to Howard David from 6 to 9 on
2: Sports Radio
0: 570.
6: I'm the coolest person ever. Okay. All right, all right. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. This British band's big hit was either a song about a threesome, a homosexual encounter, or masturbation. Sadly, we may never know the truth about Haircut 100.
14: I mean, look at the first line of the song. I went off to the right.
6: Haircut 100's manager, Chet Stools, talks about the band's only hit, Love Plus One. It seems pretty clear to me.
0: That's a fella saying, I just gave in to the sensual delights of anal sex.
6: I mean... Don't you think? Still others think Love Plus One refers to a third sex partner. Like 80s rock groupie Melissa Chuckster, who has been a third sex partner with such luminaries as the guy who sang Back Up on that one Springsteen tour and the Human League's Dog. As a skanky third sex partner, I can't help but think Love Plus One is about being a third sex partner. But was the song really only a reference to being alone and needing to use your hand? was Rosie Palm, the plus one referred to in the title. The band's lead singer, Nick Hayward, may have provided a clue back in 1982 when he said,
0: It's pretty much a song about wanking off.
6: And there you have it. Another sex-slathered story about some loser band from the 80s made to sound like actual journalism by my urgent self-important delivery. Suckers. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight. On Inside the Behind.
4: 13 till 11 on 560 WQAM. All right, I got your message, Boca Brian. I'll call, I'll call you after the show. I'll remember because I wrote it down. So I'll be sure and uh, call you after the show. And Eric, I'm downloading that thing again, but it's taking an hour and a half. And I already stopped it from downloading once earlier today because I already got it and burned it onto a, a CD, the VCD file. Remember we were talking about VCDs? Maybe you don't. Any more business you want to take care of on the air? Yeah, the uh, termite thing is going to happen next week. Somebody faxes there is a large newsstand store. Well, the audience cares about this kind of stuff. Not me about doing the show, but just the things, the the inside stuff. The What's inside going stuff, right? on? They all want to be sitting on the inside, right here inside the studios, like a studio audience like Alex Bennett used to have. Boy, those were fun days. I was a uh, part-timer during that whole thing with Alex Bennett at IOD, people remember. And here's a guy, came from San Francisco, supposedly some big shot over there, and he... Came into the building and just wanted to redo the way they did everything. Ever know anybody like that? Anyway, they, he wanted a studio audience for a radio show and after laughing at him for several days and, and he didn't think it was funny, right? Miguel's laughing. Can you imagine? Just stop and think right now. And I'll tell you exactly how it, how it was so that you can picture it. Let me flesh it out for you here, young man. A row of folding chairs. Let me be more accurate. Two rows of folding chairs. There was way more room in that studio than there is in this little thing. It was more similar to the one in there. You know how you have all this width and breadth in the studio? Two rows of folding chairs, like about 10 to 20 people on any given day, would sit there in the studio while this man did his show so that there would be a live laugh track to his material.
11: Can you imagine?
4: I don't have to imagine. I was there. I was sitting there. I had to be there for it. Now, fortunately, as a part-timer, not a producer, and having nothing to do with the show other than pushing the occasional button, I didn't have to interact with any of those people. The producer had to. Escort them all back, make the arrangements, keep them under control, make sure that nobody wandered around the building on their way to the bathroom. They've had to play sheepdog, in other words. And keep these people under control. And speaking of the people, what kind of people do you imagine would show up for this event? Let me give you a a, a hint.
8: John and Mike uh, Blow! You thought that I was
4: stubborn, stupid? Not just him, but everyone like him. People like him. People like him. Those are the people that would show up. And yes, it was, for the most part, the same crowd, day after day after day. In the middle of the day. Afternoon, I should say. From 2 to 6. Now, would they speak out? Or just sit there quietly? They would sit there, well, they would sit there and laugh and this and that. But then during the break, they would all share their... Input, Input, yeah, which I don't know how he could stand it. I don't know how the man could stand it to have these people talking to him during the break. It's all we can do. Well, he didn't play bits. It's all I can do during the break just to figure out what I'm going to do when the break ends, what I'm going to play, what I'm going to say, etc. And he'd sit there and, "Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, and listen to these people. Can you imagine opening those doors up? Because Miguel knows from the appearance. It's those people, the appearance people. Anyway, just thought I'd mention that. Let's talk about this poll here. Who's your favorite current network news answer? Answer? Why can't I talk? You know why? Because I didn't start. That's another thing, man. took me totally by surprise. And you know what, Neil? I'm sorry that the phone was uh, you know, buried in my briefcase inside a concrete block. It wouldn't have made any difference. I got here the same time. I wouldn't have gotten here any sooner. Uh, Yeah, maybe I would have had a little bit more time thinking about what I wanted to say. But it doesn't matter. When somebody else starts the show, then you're thinking about that. What are you talking about? You had an hour. I had an hour. It was a good hour. He could have gone on. No, I would rather do rest. Rest. I'm sure he's not listening right now. Please rest. Drink some tea with some honey. Well, no, no honey, diabetic. Just drink some tea, some echinacea tea. Get real good so I don't have to do this anymore for the rest of the week. I would thank you, and so will the audience, too. Who's your favorite current network news anchor? I don't watch any of them. 54. Tom Brokaw, 32. So the jokesters are playing with uh Tom Brokaw. I figure. I don't watch any of them. I don't understand, although I believe that. I believe there are a lot of people out there that just uh, don't care about the news. I don't find it particularly enter- interesting. Like, for example, the wife will always put it on the news. I'll forget to put it on the news. How about you? You're at home during news time. Do you make it a point to turn on the news? Uh, I want to turn on the news and see what's going on.
11: No, but if I'm flipping
2: through,
4: i If you're stop. flipping, yeah, you'll stop. Oh, it's uh, five o'clock. It's six o'clock. Let's see what's going on. Okay. And I'll only ever watch the first few stories. Because after that. Well, if you
11: started at four and at sports, five. And weather, at six, human it's interest, all the same this thing. and
4: that. No, yeah, you don't want to repeat that. So fifty four for I don't watch any of them. Thirty two for Tom Brokaw, fake. Twenty eight for Peter Jennings, Dan Rather has twenty one, Brian Williams eighteen, Brett Hume five, John Roberts two, tied with Wolf, Blitzer for two, and Judy Woodruff. Thank you. Judy Woodruff, that obnoxious, preaching, sanctimonious finger wagging bitch only has one. QAM hello.
12: Hey, George. Hey. I'd like to have a little discussion with you about a controversial
4: subject. All right. Maybe. I'll think about it.
12: <laughs> hey, um, I was wondering what your opinion is. How How is it that the media in the United States, virtually 100% of it, refer to this problem with the priest as a pedophilia problem when it was really a homosexual problem?
4: You are a professional Catholic scumbag, and I hate you. Don't ever call the show again. It's not a homosexual problem. You obfuscating, blaming other people for the corruption in your own organization. You, my good Catholic friend, he might be a priest or a deacon or something like that. You've called ever so many times with that same line. Your same voice, line. I'm sitting there going, all right, this is a chronic, but I don't know what he's got to say. It's not a homosexual problem. Although, if you want to make it that, consider the fact that, uh, you know, most of the priests are homosexuals, first of all, there. But here's what the problem is. Repression leads to deviation. That's what you don't want to acknowledge because that's the mantra that your church chants is that somehow repression is a good thing and it's not. Your priests repress themselves and encourage other people to repress natural, normal urges. And if you want to get religious about it, natural, normal urges that God put there, that God programmed you with to remind you to breed if you want to get technical about it. Sexuality is a normal thing. It flows very naturally and quietly like a gentle flowing stream. And everyone knows that when you dam a stream, it overflows its banks. It builds up. Pressure, it overflows its banks, it goes places it shouldn't go, or the dam bursts and you have a flood that is a destructive force that crushes everything in its path. Sexuality, or any other human urge that is not an evil urge like hurting people, is like that. If you put your thumb over the end of a garden hose where a little bit of water is trickling out, a little bit of water trickling out of the end of a garden hose isn't hurting anything, but if you stop it up with your thumb, you get a spray. That's what repression does to a normal healthy urge, like sexual urges. So if you have all of these homosexuals in the Catholic Church and they're repressed and their natural urges are being prohibited, then what? You're going to get deviation and it can happen to homosexuals, it can happen to heterosexuals, it'll happen to everybody. When you repress, you create deviation. There is a normal sexual flow and normal sexual behavior and your church encourages people to ignore the normal and to repress which is not natural and not normal and that's why you have all of these problems and when you have an organization that won't accept anyone except people who promise to repress their sexual urges only weirdos are gonna join that group only weirdos are going to join a group that essentially tells you cut your penis off you're not gonna need it anymore not realistically but virtually You're not going to use it for anything but urination. And let me tell you what, that's my second favorite thing to do with my penis. I don't know about you. QAM, hello.
12: Hey, George. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Fine. Listen, I'm just tuning in, so I don't know if you touched on this subject or not. Yeah. But last night on Dateline NBC, they talked about the Jehovah Witnesses and how they hide child molestation and and how they let convicted rapists and child molesters just get back out on the street? Yeah. You caught that?
4: No, I did not. But I I know about the Jehovah's Witnesses. I know what kind of scumbags there are. <clears throat> well Been close with many of them.
12: I was unaware. that Oh it yeah, they're
4: the, they're the scumbies. Also the Jehovah's Witnesses are of all religions lowest average income, lowest uh rates of graduation. They're they're your uh, scumbag religion.
12: Well, I'm, I'm interested because my sister, unfortunately, is one, has been one for 30. years. Also very years.
4: dangerous, they refuse blood transfusions, they have oh, a whole idiot. lot of very unhealthy, uh, self-hating, anti-human, anti-life uh, philosophies.
12: Well, you know, before I heard about this, I could care less about them, but now that it's it's a criminal organization, it really disgusts me.
4: They're all criminal organizations, sir. Oh, my they all God. take money under false pretenses. That makes them all con artists.
12: It's, I hope I hope they get investigated by the law, and I hope they pull their files and see. I hope so,
4: too. But you look at what's happening with the Catholic Church. You know, it took years and years and years of abuse that was mm-hmm. well-known by everyone before it came to public light. And even now, they're really not doing anything other than paying off some victims. So good luck to us all.
12: Well, they're turning in the, the names of the priests who are abusing. At least yeah, eventually. Doing but just remember,
4: sir, it's a homosexual problem, not a pedophilia problem. It's only homosexuals
3: that are molesting children. It's 3 till 11. On 560 WQAM. Tom Lehman likes it. He likes the listeners of this program. He loves this show. He loves me. He even likes George a little bit. That's why Tom created the Neil deal at Hallett. Save big dollars on all Pontiacs and GMCs in stock. Just mention you heard about it right here on the infamous Neil Rogers show. Stop by Hallett Pontiac GMC at 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's in the same great location they've been for 35 years, right there on US 1, right across the street from the Falls, where every vehicle is marked with the lowest price. But if you mention the Neil Rogers deal, you'll save even more. Check out the complete line of GMC SUVs, including the Envoy, voted by Motor Trend as the SUV of the year. Plus, be sure and see the all see, i got to throw those in there because otherwise time feels left out. See, the all-new Vibe SUV, it's got the power of a sports car at a fraction of the price. Hallett's also got an unbeatable selection of dependable, quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Never a single lemon on the lot at Hallett. And if you've been turned on for credit by any other uh, schmuck out there in Radioland, have no fear, because at Hallett, they'll take good care of you and make sure they work out a deal. Get the Neil Rogers deal right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC. You'll find them at 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the falls. Open every day of your life, seven days a week. You can call them at 305-238-4040, 305-238-4040. They're unbeatable. Hallett Pontiac GMC. They're Smart Channel, where great stories come to life. The Neil Rogers Show on
0: 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. That's all, WQAM,
1: in Miami, Pope John, Pope John. Well, when he was alive back in 1489, he was a little guy who stood four foot five, kind of round and pasty with a couple of chins, and he was in charge of the Vatican, Pope John.
2: Pope
1: John Pope John and Pope Pius John You see, the popes and priests could get married back then and spread the money round to their offspring and kids. So the bankers at the Vatican made marriages sin and that posed a problem for his husband and him, Pope John. The scandalous secret he didn't confess was that he was a pregnant girl under that dress. Back then they all dressed in drag. That helped keep it hidden, because if anyone found out, he'd lose the gig. Pope John. Pope John. Pope John. Boat John. One windy day, his dress blew up in a gust, and someone yelled, Hey, that guy has no nuts! And like Marilyn Monroe, his skirt pillowed high, and everyone knew it was the end of the line for Pope John. Embarrassed and worried, the bank would go broke. The Vatican chimneys belched out holy smoke. From history, spin doctors had this erased, not long after they had discreetly replaced Pope John. Pope John Pope John Pope Pius John They buried him or her out of public view In a tomb held together with scotch tape and glue These few words are written on his tomb We pray that everybody will forget about you Pope John Pope
2: John Pope John John.
1: Pope Pius John. John 1104
4: on 560 WQAM. So you don't know that story, Miguel. You no. got an article, and it's a, it's a true story that there was a female pope, and uh, everyone got all hysterical about that, obviously, because... Can't have that. And it was, you know, just a so. real dikey-looking woman and worked her way up the hierarchy and eventually became pope. And uh, when they found out, it was, uh you know, it freaked everybody out, so they developed a special chair. The article goes into saying it's it was like a, a a throne toilet seat, a throne with a hole in it. And the pope would have to sit there and hike up his skirt, and the new pope, the wannabe pope, the one that they're voting on to be pope, and then another priest, I, I sh <laughs> you not. Another priest would have to go underneath the chair and, uh, I guess, look up in there, maybe uh, maybe teabag the package there, maybe half up the package, to check the equipment to make sure that it wasn't a chick after all, because we can't have that no more. Maybe somebody still has that article. Maybe somebody knows where we can reference it, but it's a true story. It happened. In what uh, National Enquirer paper did you find this? No, no, no. In the history book, sir, you understand that the church has wielded incredible influence over the years. And they use that influence to rewrite history or to have things omitted. You understand that our textbooks that we have over here, they can't put anything in there that actually offends anyone. And when we went to school, by we, I mean us old people, all the history books were politically incorrect, didn't mention anybody's contributions to America except for the English, etc., and so on. And then later on, they had to replace all those books. Well, little by little, history is starting to come out. But, but yeah, you can't put anything in a history book that might offend anyone. You've got to dig deep go into archives, go into old libraries and stuff to find out this kind of stuff. It's not going to be on your little pop-up book of Catholic uh, history. See how easy it is for me to get going on the Catholics, on the church? That guy really pisses me off. There was, I guess it was last month, a Newsweek article about it, and they had all these quotes from uh, these cardinals and bishops and whatnot saying, oh yes, it's the proliferation of the homosexuality. Remember that? When this whole thing came out, it was the, the MTV, the decadent culture. In other words, what these assholes have the nerve to say. They've been telling us for years, listen to us, listen to us, we know the answers, listen to us. Come to find out that they are more corrupt than any other organization in existence, with the possible exception of the ones that we know to be corrupt, like the mafia, right? And even possibly them. Is there a mafia pedophilia scandal going on right now? I mean, I know that they kill and steal for a living. But have you, heard right, of, no. have you heard of any of the uh, the, the, the Guidos, the Goombas, the good John Gottis of the world, uh, you know, being chronic little boy molesters? Well, that's Joe. Right, he's connected, right? Italian boy. You know, we know some people that are connected. But, yeah, you don't hear about that in any other group, in any organization, not with teachers, doctors, lawyers, plumbers, anything like that. No other group uh, is there an organization, essentially a, a child molester club, like NAMBLA. This is NAMBLA. Except, uh, you know, they're tax-free. And they're collecting money from a whole bunch of suckers. So what they're saying, after telling us for years, we know the answers, listen to us, we know the answers, listen to us. Come to find out that they're more corrupt than anybody is, and than any other group.
13: Answer's and like and, the world and, and their,
4: their response to that, see, if you had listened to us, the world wouldn't be so gay and pornographic, and our priests wouldn't be tempted and corrupted by the world. See, it's all you gay people and the MTV people and all you people that make sexuality acceptable and homosexuality acceptable. It's you people that are having an influence on our priests, leading them into temptation. You know, it's funny. We got like we belong to an organization called uh, WQAM Beasley Broadcasting. You don't see no scandals going on around here, not like that, not those kind of scandals, not those kind. You've worked in other places, I'm sure, right? No kind of pedophilia scandals going on anywhere else you worked, right? And you're not God's authorized agents. You're not running around telling people that you know the will of God and the word of God and that you know the way to heaven, right? Isn't that funny that the people that claim to be closest to God's are the most corrupt and evil bunch of mother fuckers on the face of the world? QAM, hello.
13: Hey, George, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Love your show. Thank you. Um, i was
8: just wondering. Do you think that you're really in any position to talk is about like what normal sexual behavior and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, is?
4: absolutely. Is that, this is you again. Why? Why are you so chronic? Don't you have a life? And Don't you have a priest hang... to go kiss? Yeah, I'm gonna hang up on you. You're a professional Catholic. You're a chronic. Yeah, I'm a normal person. I am absolutely a normal person. What sets me apart from any other normal person? I have the balls to talk about me, and my life, and what's normal. I'm absolutely normal. I talk to people, I talk to my friends. I'm absolutely normal. Just most people don't admit it in front of other people. They don't want their moms who might be listening to the show to know what they consider normal. Their wives, their girlfriends, their children. See, I know that I'm doing a radio show. And what it takes. So, you know, mom and you and your bleeding hemorrhoids and and the, and the smelly cat guy that lives by you. I know he tells you everything that I say. Have a, you know, go to North Carolina and have a great life and don't fall off the mountain, of course, unless you want to. And the wife and the kids, you understand that it's just a radio show. I'm, I'm tired of hypocrisy. You know, I was listening to that D12 that I uh, made a copy of, and that was one of the things that they were talking about in there, is one of the lines from Eminem is all the hypocrisy. You know, he was saying, he was saying essentially, you all you people that think like me but are afraid to talk like me. You know, not that I'm a big fan of his per se. He's good mixed in there with all those other people. But that's a valid line. I'm absolutely normal. I'm just honest enough to admit what's going on inside my devious head. Most of you people are exactly the same way, if not worse. Hello, QAM. You
8: suck. You suck.
4: All right, so do you. QAM, hello. Yeah, hi, George. Hey.
8: Uh George. Uh, earlier today, I was down by Biscayne and 79th Street. Yeah. There's Dunkin' Donuts over there. Yeah. And uh, and I was talking to this about 65 years old. Yeah. And uh, And, well, you know... I, I've seen her around there for quite some time. Uh
2: huh. And
8: every once in a while i say hello to her, and, you know, all that kind of thing. And, you there's know. The, there's a point there at the end moves. of this, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. We got to talking about this thing you're talking about with the uh, priest and so forth. And, well, she says that, well, in between, give me the, the $2 blowjob she used to get. She said that she's disappointed with you, George. Yeah. Yeah, well, she is your mother, she said. Uh-huh. And, uh She her charged her you
4: $2, sir? You got ripped
3: off. She should have been paying you. It's 1111 on 560 WQAM. Summertime's upon you, baby. On the days when it's not pouring cats and dogs, it's 110 degrees in the shade, and from what everybody says, it's going to be brutal this summer. But oleomet is a great product that will help you to feel your best and keep you in good health, help you survive the sultry South soft flow summers. Oleomet is a soft gel capsule that contains the best olive oil on the face of the globe, and we all know the great things that olive oil can do for us, uh-huh. in us, on us, underneath us. Uh-huh. It contains olive oil along with vitamins and minerals and herbals to promote health for all different parts of your body, for your prostate, for your heart, for your blood pressure, for your cholesterol. Oleomed's also got supplements to promote health in your circulatory system, your digestive, your endocrine system, your skin and bones, even your mind as well, all using the benefits, like I said only moments ago, of the best olive oil that money can buy. And oleomed has got products, as I'm sure you know by now, for men and for ladies as well. Oleomed's available at Walgreens, Whole Food Markets, Navarro Pharmacy, and Sedano's. If you want to get more info on their products, how they work, and what they be doing, call them toll-free. They'll answer your questions. one 866 oleomed That's 866-O-L-E-O-M-E-D. Or you can order their products right off their website. Stooges and
0: the Marx Brothers and pick out better leadership than we got. Three days at one on Sports Radio 560. Turn to QAM. Holy shit,
5: dude.
9: To lead the Catholics Like no one ever did To brainwash the heretics Who live their life in sin I will travel across the world Speaking against new thoughts and ideas And continue to dress like a girl Until they learn to fear And get religion just like me and join the Archdiocese. Catholic real estate is what we must demand. Oh, yes. be Believe what I say to you. That my fairy tales are true. Or I'll lift my dress and say peekaboo. Oh, Boopie oh, Man!
10: He's gonna show you before. balls. i
9: get my ring balls. Oh, <laughs>
4: 11:16, 560, WQAM. Jim Manage at one, Hank Goldberg at three. Marlins on deck at 6:30, followed by the Marlins and the Reds playing a game, and Ed Kaplan after the game. Joe and Mark, two till six, as usual. See how easy it is to get me going again? See that pissed me off like two weeks ago when I read that Newsweek thing when they were blaming homosexuality, promiscuous society, everything else. Keep listening to us. Oh, um, all our priests are molesting children. Well, not all of them, just most of them apparently, or a lot of them. All of our priests are molesting homosexuals, most of them, a lot of them. Uh, that's your fault. You're not listening to us. Your evil world is corrupting our church. Isn't it supposed to flow the other way? Isn't the church Isn't being close to them? God? Right. God these are God's people. So God sheds his grace on them, and then they are supposed to share it with the world. You see how the downward flowing of water, the Holy Spirit, the power of God, flows into the Pope, and he uh, deals it out among the priests, and then they go out and deal that out among the people. Isn't that the way it's supposed to work? Isn't that why you're going to church and giving them your money? Isn't that why? Because they're better than you. They're closer to God. They know something you don't. They went to some school, even though like uh, the Pope's buddy over here, didn't graduate from seminary school. His uncle ordained him. Talk about incestuous relationships. I might just read that thing. Although we could take a whole bunch more calls from a whole bunch more Catholic chronics and uh, the homeless voice people who hate me. And I'm glad it's mutual. Destroyers of communities. Get out of our town. Bastards. QAM. Hello.
8: Hey. Yeah. Uh, George. Man. Yes. Your, um, yeah. Your militant defense of, yeah. of homosexuality, along with uh-huh. your relationship uh-huh. with
4: chronic, chronic, chronic. See what I'm talking about? And you know why I played that Love Plus One thing? Besides, I like all those inside the behind things that we have on the HCN yeah, I didn't CDs. Get that. Haircut 100, very big in the early days of MTV, like when I was in high school. All the old codgers like me remember that. And that was their <laughs> thing about masturbation, is about threesomes. And we were talking about threesomes during the Jerry show. Good Jerry show this morning, at least towards the end. Secret fantasies, uh, etc. and so on. It's usually bad, and they're usually ugly. Usually, whoever wants to take their clothes off on Jerry... One of two types. Typically. Nasty, skanky, dirty-toed, prison-tattooed... White trash. White trash, trailer biker bitch, or fat hog. Greasy razorback. Nobody that you would actually want to see with their clothes off, with the notable exception of spring or break, which is good. But this morning they had somebody on there that looked just like a regular housewife or a secretary or something like that. No tan lines from a tanning booth, no tattoos, no nothing. And she looked really good, and she was running around in her very normal-looking bra and underwear. Nice, no granny panties, nothing like that. Normal-looking bra and underwear, stripping, and then putting it back on. And then she was just hanging out. It reminded me of those old magazines. Speaking of magazines, where uh that was it. That's all you got, Were bra and underwear shots, but at least the women were voluptuous and good-looking. But I digress. There's another reason to go to a newsstand. How about a newsstand that has old uh magazines? Boxes and boxes of old magazines like bra magazines and cheesecake magazines. Still looking. I got some faxes on that. I might get to that. But we were talking about uh, the, the threesome thing, since the guy accused me of not being normal. And we were talking about threesomes. Is that normal? Isn't it? I'm asking you. Threesomes. I say it is. What what guy do you know doesn't want to have a threesome? Well, we've discussed this before. Right. Do you know anyone that doesn't yes. want to have a threesome? You yeah. do. Oh, that's we've right. We've talked about this before. That's right. We had two guys that uh, claimed... Not to want to have another girl there. Not want to do two at a time. That's now, dirty. that's very rare and unusual. That's not normal. I'm saying it right now. That's not normal. And I know your your mom is listening and your girlfriend is listening, but uh come on now. If you actually represented yourself by saying that you're not interested in that, who would believe it? Would your mom believe that? I know, mommy. Yo no quiero eso. I know. No me interesa. I know. No. You really think your mom's Half going to buy that? just said, huh? Yeah. You really think your mom is going to buy that? No. No, of course not. And your girlfriend?
11: Sure as hell she's not buying
2: I mean, that.
4: I'm sure you're not talking about it. You're not saying stuff like, hey, honey, how about it, huh? Can we bring in a a third wheel, love plus one, huh? Huh, 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 I probably, like has, getting slapped. No. probably hasn't come up, but she knows just because she noticed that you're a guy. She'd have to be an idiot not to know that. It's in your nature. It's in your nature. One good, two better. So that's what the love plus one connection was. Besides, I love all those inside the behinds. Miguel was asking me during the break. We're just taking care of some uh, off the air business. You know, what's I don't get this, this love plus one. Oh, you should no, see I the didn't, video. That, that you I understood. See, I just didn't See, see the band song was. is 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 cheesy and bad as it is, but you really have to see the video to enjoy the song. QAM, hello. I don't think it's normal. Okay, is that it? I guess. All right. QAM, hello
8: find some find some new topics, George man.
4: What do
13: you talk about What do you got? What do you have? What do you have? You loser. What do
4: you have? What do 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 you have? Yeah. QAM, hello. Hey
8: George, what's up? Hey, how are you? What is it? Everyone's arguing with you. They're not arguing.
4: He had nothing to say. Stop talking about religion. If you can't handle it, turn the radio knob, knobber.
8: Exactly. Hey, I want to make a point about this weekend, about what happened down in South Beach. All right. You know, you gather all, you know, you gather certain amounts of certain kinds of people and different things happen. Uh, On New Year's in Big Cypress, 80,000 heads. Okay? Two days, heavy duty partying. What happened at the end of it? Everybody had their trash in a trash bag. As we left. Hello? No arrests, nothing.
4: Where was this? What was that?
8: That was Big Cypress, man. Fish place for two days. Never Yo, two but how about,
4: that? how about that Woodstock, man? How about that Woodstock? Y'all was tripping over water.
8: All different genre, I guess. But, man, then this weekend, they try to cover up all the problems with with these guys coming down. Oh, I
4: know. All the I know. Uh, just a stabbing and a rape and maybe a little bit of a, a girl fight. QAM, hello. Hi, right, Papa. She... QAM, hello.
8: Hey, George, how you Hey,
4: how are you? Good I'm about to read job. that article.
8: It's a little movie, buddy. Okay. Hey, um, listen. When Neil came on earlier, and he brought up the point of how um, Bush looks sitting next to the Pope, yeah, I almost peed in my pants, man. That was the greatest.
12: Yeah, that's but a good picture.
8: I thought the same thing when I saw that yesterday.
12: The
4: dumb talking to the dumber. Exactly. And I don't know which one is dumber. Well, you know what? I don't think the Pope is a stupid man. I just no, think that he's, he's evil. No, he can
8: speak a lot of different languages. Right. Bush, I just Bush, think that hand, he's foul. Bush, on the other hand, don't know that there are any. Black oh, he's people a, in a
2: babbling idiot.
8: And also, when you was talking about hypocrisy. Here is a, a, the big hypocrisy. Here are Republicans who hated Clinton because he smoked a joint, where well, they hated him for a lot more things because he beat him all the time. Yeah. And he, then here's Bush, who's a drunken cokehead, and they're just, oh, oh, no, that's that's, that's
4: old. Him. Don't you understand that he was forgiven for all of that? He turned mm-hmm. over a new leaf. He became oh, born yeah, again, that's... and now see, once you become born again, it doesn't matter what you did before. You can be Adolf freaking Hitler. Once you become born again, it's all water under the bridge. Well, you know Washed probably... clean in the blood of the Lamb, sir. Well,
8: but you know he's probably right there in the White House, um, storing cocaine, you know. No, I, mean, I
4: don't know, I don't know any such thing.
8: He poked, he choked on that pretzel. Okay. But that's what he said.
4: All right, George. That's what he said. I don't know what he's doing in the White House. No, he's probably uh, above and beyond all that. Although we saw that picture of him holding that glass, we still don't know what was in that. QAM, hello. Hello. Yo. How you doing? All right, how you doing? Hey,
12: I'm all right. Can you play something?
4: No. QAM, hello. George. Yes.
8: Hey, not only am I for a threesome. But I would like it to be with my wife's sister, and uh, that's all I have to say I don't think that. you're normal, sir. I am normal.
4: <laughs> is she hot, the wife's sister?
8: Actually, more than one of them. Uh, actually, why not let it be a four or a sum, and she could have uh, two or three of them. All answers. right. Okay. You got it, man. Keep the fake, brother.
12: Thank you very
4: much. You know, uh the wife was asking me about that, because she doesn't think that that's normal, is the whole twin fantasy. That's no. a little
11: demented, but, you know.
4: You see hot-looking twins, and they have them every now and again in Playboy, or what are these, you know, they have twins, the naked twins, right? And they're always posed, I don't know what to call it, let's call it pseudo-lesbianism. They're not doing anything, they're not touching...
3: They're, they're close. They're, just,
4: they're close. They're, like, maybe leaning on each other, hugging, you know, skin, to skin arm on the shoulder, this and that, and the wife doesn't understand that. She's like, isn't that incest? No. Isn't that lesbian incest? Shouldn't that disgust you and um, make you want to c- close the magazine up and turn away and wash your eyes out? No. No. You want so part of your twin fantasy is they're doing stuff to each other, but they're sisters, and they're twins. Isn't that bad? Isn't that incest? Isn't that yucky? You can always tell your mom later that it's just for the radio show. Just the radio show, Ma. So, isn't that yucky? They're doing stuff to each other? No. Okay. (laughs) I don't think you're normal. QAM, hello.
9: George. Yes. I'm a 45-year-old Jewish guy. i got two things
0: to tell you.
2: Okay. One,
0: when I was like seven or eight years old, I got molested by the next-door neighbor, and I've been a deviant ever since. Okay. Now, for my 45th birthday, i got a 26-year-old cute little Italian friend. Who, her, and her twenty-two-year-old girlfriend gave me the sweetest birthday present I've ever had. What a nice threesome it was.
4: Have a nice day. Okay. What? Well, okay. Whatever. Yeah, Miguel's making the furled brow look, and so am I. I don't understand huh? what any of what, what. What did the first part have to do with the second part? And did we want people calling up with threesome stories? Do we care? Hey, all you people that have threesome stories, screw you. Well, screw I got, you. I don't want to hear about one and a half, <laughs> one and a sort of. Sort of a threesome story, but uh, nobody wants to hear that unless you want them to hate you. It's like walking around talking about how you won the lottery. Shut up. Are you giving me any money? No? Well, then shut up. QAM, hello.
8: Hey, George. How you doing, man? All right.
4: How are
2: you, sir?
8: Hey, I just had a, a funny story. I went to Mardi Gras this year, and I saw all the uh, Jesus freaks at Mardi Gras. They all hold up these signs saying, Jesus saves. There's only debauchery down the street. And the wildest stuff that happened at Mardi Gras was right in front of all the Jesus freaks. Everybody would do the. Craziest I
4: have no stuff. doubt. I could I mean, regale you chick, with Bible camp stories would that would their, make your uh, your ears fall off.
8: Oh, they'd take their tops off and like yeah, like chicks that would normally oh, not right. do it would be making out in front of all the Jesus freaks, and they would just start screaming on their megaphones. Oh, you're going to hell! It was the, oh it was the best. Oh my god! You ever it. go to Mardi Gras? You got to camp in front of the Jesus freaks because that's where the chicks do the craziest stuff, man. Okay. I'll let you know. I'll you be later.
4: there one of these days. I know that uh, New Orleans is a toilet, but I sure want to see that whole Mardi Gras thing. And I would carry a backpack full of beads. Not the little day pack either. That I'm going camping for a month kind of backpack full of beads. The big ones, the nice ones. we
3: got those Budweiser ones. Thousands of dollars worth of beads. Yeah, we'll start with those. 1127 on 560 WQAM. Let's just set the record straight on mattress delivery policies. Only Dollar Mattress 1-800-MATTRESS delivers on the day and time you want, within any two-hour window from 8 o'clock in the morning until 10 p.m. as soon as two hours from when you make the call. Let me say it again just so you can get this straight in your mind. Only dial a mattress. 1-800-MATTRESS delivers on the day and time you want from 8 in the morning until 10 at night, as soon as 2 hours after you make your call, every day, 7 days a week, even Saturday and Sunday, day and evening, and uh, so, in other words, to make a long story short, whenever it really is convenient for you. The next best service available only delivers Tuesday through Saturday in a 4-hour window, and they choose the window and don't even tell you which 4 hours until they call you the night before. Stinking service, right? If you want great service, great selection, and prices unbeatable, do what I always do when I need a brand new uh, name brand mattress: call our friends at a Mattress anytime you're in the mood. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Choose the Sealy, Certus Simmons, or King Coral that you really want at a great low price, and then choose when you want them knocking on your door and stuffing it in there for you in the mattress too. Call dila Mattress today, toll free 1-800 Mattress 1-800 M A T T R E S, or check.
0: Marlins and Reds tonight. Coverage begins at 6:30 on Sports Radio 560,
15: QAM. I've got two sets of lips.
0: All right.
10: Hey, I lock on net. Behind my desk, I unzip my pants, lick on thumbnails as I feel myself stroke away. I'm gonna take some time to deal with my middle What I see online, all over and over, Make me feel alright. Over and over, and I'll be online. are all the same Need to be doing better on my phone and every tired hand I'll try a bookmark now so I can feel myself and splatter matter on my keyboard or the shelf I'm gonna take some time fiddle with my needle. what I see online all over and over makes me feel alright
4: Oh, 27 till 12, 560 QAM. I agree, Miguel. And Boca Brian's just getting better and better. And I like it when he does the current things. I'm trying to talk him into doing some rap spoof because it's true what everyone says. It's easy to do. Right? Rap? I mean- If you can rap, yeah. If you're, if you're just cutting and pasting and sampling and everything like that, well he can do that and spoof them. He can write the comedy and just lay it down a la rap style. I think it's a whole new thing. You'll sell more bits to the Nationals, Brian. And, uh, I ran the transfer, but I still haven't looked at what's there. So maybe it'll be, uh, be something good. A bidi bidi. biddy. Maybe it'll be something good. QAM, hello.
13: Yes, how do you do? How do you do? Uh, George, I have a different political view. Is it okay for me to of, say? Of it?
4: course, it's okay. You just can't okay. be a chronic saying the same thing. Catholic Church people trying to blame this, the homosexuals.
13: Okay? I know you can deal. Parrot the thing. All oh, Bush is dumb and all this.
4: All Wh- why this why would you say this. that? Why would you say that we parrot the thing? He's a dumb man.
8: Well, let me tell you this: if he's dumb, then the Democrats are twice as dumb
13: because he's running.
4: Oh, uh, I'm not going to argue with you. I think they're. I think they're in it together. I think they're I being mean, bought Tom off.
13: Daschle, Tom Daschle, Dick, their Hillary Clinton. Every two months, they come out with a statement against. Sir,
4: Bush, there because, are stupid people in each and party. you
13: know what? They wound up retracting their
8: statements every single time. Like they're not the
4: they're again. not the president. so. So your point is the Democrats have dumb people in their party too. Is that your point? No, my
8: point is that
4: if they're not the president.
8: What What are you talking? about? Well, the point is. <laughs> He is running circles around the party that you think He's is running so circles intellectual. around the
4: party because you said so. He's an idiot. Just because you said so, he's running circles around him. I don't see him running anywhere. I see him running back and forth to the helicopter and back. He's running circles around them. He's a stupid, illiterate, bumbling party frat boy. Coke, snorting, hard-drinking frat boy who exceeded the Peter principle beyond anyone's wildest dreams and wouldn't be there except for the fact that he's got to pay all those people back whose money he lost when he was trying to make some. QAM, hello, last call of the day, and then I'm going to play some, uh, I don't know, Book of Brian bits, yeah. whatever's in there.
13: Clinton was a real brain surgeon too, right?
4: He was smarter than, Bob, uh, President yeah, Dumps.
13: About getting
12: ahead and stuff like that.
4: That's smart, that's brilliant. I wish I, I could be that the, smart.
12: What about the secrets he sold to the Chinese for contributions? What about selling, uh,
4: huh you
8: know, selling
4: what? What about improving the economy, well, reducing the, the national debt? He had nothing to do with that. You oh, know, oh, political talk, blow it out your ass. I'll 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 stand there and play Jeopardy against uh, Bush. Let's put you know here here's what we can do. Any one of you people, Bush and Clinton playing Jeopardy. Who do you think would win? Any of you people out there defending Bush? Him, Bush, and Clinton playing Jeopardy. Who's going to win? How about an SAT test? Who's going to win? How about any kind of uh of a test? How about a ninth grade uh, graduation test? How about an Ohio Basics kind of a test? QAM, Miguel's on the phone. QAM, Miguel's on the phone. Oh, look at that, Miguel. I'm getting an error thing on the phone thing. And all of a sudden, I can't do anything. Wait. QAM, hello. I've am i just been disabled. Do you have something? I'm trying to tell you. I can't punch up. I've got an error on my screen. I could play some filler music and go try to fix it, but I might have to reboot my computer.
11: Me too, because the phone over here says line five, but not on my screen.
4: I have no dots. Me neither. How can this be? All of a sudden, we lose the phone. This is wonderful. If that's a sign. That we shouldn't take any calls? That yes. we should just talk to each other about threesomes with twins?
11: Anything else? How about how Kennedy was a, a playing president also? Didn't he have affairs left and right? Everybody had then affairs. Didn't the mob put him into office? When all that office. was
4: going on, we would get facts after facts about every president, all their little shenanigans, all their mistresses, uh, things like that. Not They just didn't have mistresses. Their wives had boyfriends. Uh, Eleanor was a lesbian. Eleanor Roosevelt was a lesbian. All of these things. And they talked about it during the Kennedy things where he would have hookers delivered to the White House and he was just, whether he was at home or abroad, he had broads delivered all the time. And they were marched right in front of the media people, the press people, but they all had an understanding in those days. And ever since Nixon, that arrangement went away where the media keeps quiet about the president and what they're doing. Nixon changed everything. I'm going to play some killer music and try to reset this computer because I don't know what I'm going to do now. All right, let's try something here. Oh, every time I press the button, I get the same thing. One moment, please. Might as well restart the phone because the audience is going to hate Elliot Smith that I'm playing right now. He's got some good tunes, but it's just this.
2: Piano and a guy singing. Oh,
4: I know you're going to hate it. It ain't no no Eminem. Please quit. I hit it twice. You You know what? Let's take the break early because I have a feeling that we're going to have to play a long bit after it anyway because we have to reset the phone and two computers. Well, the audience wants to know this stuff. There you go, sir. I'm off of the church and politics. We're talking about internal technical difficulties, which is par for the course here. But, hey, how about that connection?
3: 21 till 12 on 560 WQAM. Pompano Park is open for live harness racing three nights a week, every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, first post time, 730 in the p.m. Free general parking and free grandstand admission every afternoon and evening. Don't forget at Pompano Park every Wednesday night is dollar night. You can get draft beer, hot dogs, soda, or large pretzel or popcorn for just a buck apiece. On Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights, Pompano Park offers a special all-you-can-eat buffet on the 4th Floor Players Lounge, soup, salad, tons of veggies, main entrees to choose from, and great desserts, all for one great low price. Plus, on Friday and Saturday, there's a carving station with turkey, ham, prime rib, pork, or flank steak. Pompano Park also offers full-card simulcasting every day, 7 days a week, starting at noon with high-lie, harness, and thoroughbred action. And don't forget, you can watch and wager on the 127th running of the Preakness Stakes at Pompano Park tomorrow, Saturday, May 18th. Early bird wagering starts today. Pompano Park on Powerline Road, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard.
0: Personality. The Hammer. Weekdays from 3 to 7. Here on Sports Radio 560. QAM. That's incredible to me.
13: Incredible.
8: All right.
15: It's an asshole sell And they're all out Chucky. on the street. See them on the sidewalk. Oh hear them shuffling feet. That's forty thousand assholes, do an asshole promenade. Step aside good people, there's the assholes.
4: The sooner the better for that, Julio. By the way, 13 till 12 on 560 QAM. The phones are out, or at the very least, I can't punch anybody up. Is there anybody on there on the main unit? Do you see anybody on there? You know, yeah. cranks, you sure you don't cowboys, punch them out, though. Homeless voice people. Well, I got some stuff to read before I go on because you doubted me about everything, but specifically about the Pope. Oh. About the Pope in that chair. It's called the Porphyry chair. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Thank you, Alan, by the way, for sending this to me. And uh, yeah. And it's a a papal throne with a hole in it so that you can uh, check for the Pope's balls. And here is the article, or at least an article, on the issue, which I might read. Wait, let me move this out of the way. We're doing engineering in the middle of the show. But that's okay. It's just for flavor. It's for spice. The Pope's balls in the lives of Popes, 1479. It's a long Italian name. Bartolomeo. Bartolomeo. There we go. Bartholomew? Bartolomeo Platina reported that for some time all papal nominees had to have their testes felt before being installed as the new pope. This was to prevent any woman usurper from ascending the throne, a fear that had grown out of rumors that one of the more earlier popes had been a woman. Platina tells of one ninth century pope, John, who was discovered to be a woman. She disguised herself when young as a man and traveled with her male lover, a scholar. In Rome, she met with few who could match or exceed her knowledge of the scriptures. By her learning and brilliant reading, she gained great respect and was chosen pope ...by common consent. Unfortunately, says Platina, the Pope became pregnant by one of her man servants. She hid her big belly for quite a while until one day when she was going to the Lateran Church, her labor came upon her and she died upon the spot. Maybe God was punishing her. She had presided for two years, one month, and four days and was buried without any pomp. To prevent such a travesty from reoccurring, Rome's cardinals introduced the porphyry chair... P-O-R-P-H-Y-R-Y. Porphyry. A throne of purple stone with a hole in the center. When any new pope is first seated, explained Platina, the youngest deacon... <laughs> of course. Of course the, the youngest, youngest deacon is. Right? Of course. Why would we think anything else? The youngest deacon reaches up through the hole in the chair and touches the pope's genitals. I'm going to save this for you because you think that I'm making it up even as I'm reading I it. think you're ad living the whole thing right now. Is the story of the 9th century Pope John true? It's hard to say for sure. Officially, there were at least two popes named John in the 9th century. One was an anti-pope enthroned in 844 by the people of Rome after violent demonstrations against outrages in the papacy, maybe pedophilia. Eventually dethroned and nearly murdered, he was dis, uh, dispatched to a monastery, and nothing more of his fate is known. Another, John the Eighth, was elected in 872, was the first pope to be assassinated, poisoned by his relatives, and then clubbed to death. Amid such skullduggery, one of my favorite words, there uh, might have been a woman pope. Oh, wait, I see stuff now. Julio's the man. I see things. Julio is, as they say, uh, can I say uh, the shiz? Knit. He's the shiz. I won't, I won't finish the rest of it. At QAM, hello. Testing
14: one, two,
12: three. Yes, you're on. Working, all right. Working. Um, testies, testies. That first guy that called about uh, talking to you about the um, gay instead of... Uh, it's not a yeah, it's
4: a homosexual again. problem. That's funny. Why is the church having a homosexual problem and none of the rest of us are?
12: <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised you must be a little slow today because I'm surprised you didn't recognize him. He almost messed up uh, controversial legal again.
0: Oh, was that George Bush?
12: That was Jones.
4: Reverend, oh, well. Reverend
12: Jones, yeah. And uh other question is uh do you happen to have any kind of update on our friends uh Rick and Scuds?
4: They're still on the beach.
12: Wow. Hanging out, getting paid, huh?
4: Yeah. Mm. Although Rick volunteered to uh do the summer show. Did he? So maybe you'll hear them uh during the summer, I don't know.
12: I'd rather hear more
14: suds.
4: Okay. Okay, bye. All right, take it easy. That would be wonderful. QAM, hello.
8: Hey I just got back in.
4: Oh the, what a timing. What a coincidence. What's going on? We're doing a radio show. Wanna be on it?
8: I
12: uh, call you back.
4: What is it? You'll call me back? Alright, when you think of something to say. QAM, hello. See, they're coming for you, Miguel. You and your lesbian twin fantasy. Carl are. QAM, hello.
12: Me? You? Oh, you are gonna be at, uh, Treasure Island tonight?
4: Not tonight, sir. Next week. Oh, okay. Alright. Take it easy. I think he's coming to kill me. QAM. That's hello. I'm be there tonight, yeah, cause... go there tonight. I'll be there. Tee QAM.
12: Yeah, the uh, victims of the uh, uh, priests have, uh, by a huge margin, have been boys, not girls. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And. We well, know that. That.
12: Would, make th- that would make them homosexual.
4: They're pedophiles, sir. They're molesting little no, boys. No, they're homosexual
12: pedophiles. They're homosexual
4: pedophiles. Okay, right. to be accurate. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And it's not and? A,
12: it's it's a homosexual. Problem, it's not a heterosexual. I, I see,
4: so all homosexuals are, are pedophiles. No, a I homosexual didn't say has that. more of a chance of being a pedophile than a heterosexual. What, what
12: grade did you get in logic in high school?
4: A. A plus. Plus. A double plus. I taught the freaking class. How's that?
11: They're homosexuals, but the priests aren't doing it together, however.
4: A- exactly! There you go, although maybe they are. You know, as an appetizer, as a warm up act, maybe they work out on each other as a warm up. They're homosexual pedophiles. You are correct, sir. But to suggest that because someone is a homosexual, that there is more of a chance of them molesting a child than a heterosexual, you are wrong, sir. Pedophilia comes from twisted individuals, whatever it is they go. It's like people that do animals. It's not a normal thing to be sexually attracted to children. If you are a heterosexual and you're sexually attracted to prepubescent little girls, you are abnormal. If you're homosexual and you're uh, attracted to prepubescent young boys, then you are abnormal. And that is who they are molesting is prepubescent young boys. For the most part. They're sick, twisted individuals, and here's a whole crew of them that you're supporting, giving money to. What? What? You look like you wanted to say something. I'm just listening intensely. Okay. QAM, hello. You're gay. You are. QAM, hello. Chronic. Loser. Life revolves around us. Hello. It's you. Hello. 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 Yes, hi. Hi, why are you on speakerphone, sir? Why are we on speakerphone? Are you in a church?
8: Am I in a church?
4: Why are you on a speakerphone?
8: I'm running yeah. out of the room to shut my radio off, man. Oh, good idea. I, I just want to make a comment that, you know, the, the uh, church hid that mostly for financial reasons. They acted like they wanted to save the flock, but so they didn't want the word to get out that the priests were having, you know, were doing children moral issues. Children, and, uh,
4: they're doing children?
8: Yes, Exactly. I think it's more of a financial
12: decision than well, a Well, that's what they're
4: decision. about is finances, besides fun. Fun and finance. Finance and fun. Yeah, <laughs> so to
12: speak. Uh, yeah, that was the only comment
8: I want to make. you know who won the Lakers game last night?
4: No. QAM, hello.
8: Yeah.
4: Yeah, here we go. Hey,
8: hey George, I wanted to invite all
4: the fags. You want to invite all the fags to your house for a circle jerk, and you're going to be the pivot man? QAM, hello.
8: Hey George, uh, I beg to differ, but um, a lot of the reports of um, molestation are being reported by boys when they were teenagers. That they no, were
4: you're another, you're another one, you're another no, one. They're they're, they're, the they're there. They, they're they have, they have the teenagers data, that are friend. being molested too, which by the way is still wrong. But and nevertheless, also, eight, also, 9 eight, homo- nine, ten, homo- eleven. Yeah.
8: Ho- homosexuality is rampant in um, in the church. In other words,
4: right. there is a lot of
8: priest to priest. Oh, contact. there's no
4: there's no denying that, but that's and, not the problem.
8: And in fact, traditionally, a lot of times these Catholic families would send their kids off to the to the uh, priesthood because they were gay. That was you know one of who the. Who
0: else would join,
4: sir? Who That's else would, true. Who else would join a group of people? Well, well then now you know, you're contradicting
13: yourself. Uh, you know, I, I'm not. Any, there, no, uh, I'm not. You're,
4: You know what? because you're, you're hearing what you want to hear. You're 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 already brainwashed. First of all, why are you even listening to the show? Go listen to your priest. You know what? There's gonna be a Catholic show on, 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 a radio station, uh, from three till six this afternoon. Brokered, of course. Why don't you listen to that? And, uh, and, you know, and, 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 and touch yourself. Why aren't you listening to your priest right now? Why are you listening to this heathen, uh, hate-filled heathen spick on a talk show right now? Ripping into your hypocritical, uh, leaders there. The fakers that you believe in. Why do you care what I have to say? Why are you obsessed with me? Go go to church. Go to church right now. Drive there. Talk to your priest. Have him uh, feed you some more lies and pretend to know something. The Catholic Church is rife with homosexuality. Yes, that is a fact. But the other guy said, it's not a pedophilia problem. It's a homosexual problem. These are pedophiles. They happen to be homosexual pedophiles. But that there's nothing wrong with being a homosexual. And I wouldn't care if 100% of the priests were homosexuals as long as they were keeping it within the confines of consenting adults. Like all the rest of us do. Keep our monkey business to consenting adults.
11: If they're underage, homosexual or not, it's still pedophilia. Right.
4: Whether or not they're homosexual is not
11: That's relevant, relevant
4: to the fact that they're touching children. They're touching children, so they happen to choose the male children. Well, yes, because that is the nature of their pedophilia. They're interested in young boys. They are sick, twisted homosexuals, as opposed to the normal homosexuals all around us everywhere in every walk of life, no matter where you are. Yes, even in major league sports there are homosexuals all around you and you know what? They're just normal people that happen to like one thing different than you. Instead of blue they like red. Instead of this they like that. Are there any alter girls? Instead of instead of they like Oh, sorry, they like No there are not any alter girls.
11: So that kind of leaves that
4: option out. Although, How, wait, wait, wait. wait. You know what they have these churches? They have recently. In recent years, I have heard of certain churches having altar girls. But that's a really recent thing, and that's not widespread.
3: 3 till 12 on 560 WQAM. The weather's starting to get really hot again in between the raindrops. Summer storms and the possibility of hurricanes soon follows. So get yourself prepared for a major storm, the big blow, and discover what thousands of people have done to protect their homes called all weather systems. All Weather Systems has been doing it right. They've been in business for over 15 years in town, and they're a state-licensed FEMA Project Impact Contractor. All Weather Systems carries the new state-of-the-art shutterless impact-resistant windows and French doors, no unsightly or ugly shutters to ruin the look of your home, and the convenience of never having to put up heavy plywood or storm panels, too. All Weather Systems offers 100% unsecured bank financing with no payments for 90 days and payments as low as only 69 bucks a month. Their impact-resistant windows and French doors have insulated glass, which saves you energy, reduces outside noises, and the non-breakable glass helps keep out criminals and burglars and undesirables as well. All-Weather Systems also manufactures a full line of accordion-style shutters, electric roll-ups, and hurricane panels, too. Give All-Weather Systems a call today and save yourself the headache of putting up shutters, protect your family from storms and crime, and keep your house looking sensational and energy-efficient all at the same time. Call All-Weather Systems toll-free 1-800-728-5126. That's 1-800-728-5126. They provide home protection of the highest quality with service reliability and professionalism comparable to none. Call them today and please tell them that Neil Rogers told you to call. All weather systems, 1-800-728-5126. nearest you,
6: call one
0: 800 Goodyear. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. speed. <laughs>
4: Oh man, I couldn't find the bit that I wanted. I wanted to play Malcolm Xbox. You ever do that? Well, of course not. You haven't done the show. You're going through, you have a bit that you want to play, and then you realize that there's one that you want to
0: hear more.
11: Dude, it happens all the time.
0: To celebrate the 10th anniversary of one of the greatest uprisings of the black community in the history of this country, the L.A. riots, I have entered into a partnership with Microsoft to bring you the latest in African-American technology, the Malcolm Xbox. You won't believe the lifelike graphics on the new Malcolm Xbox games, including... Mike Tyson's Boxing, Brawling, and Fighting 2002. Rodney King's Police Chase. And if you purchase a Malcolm Xbox now, we'll throw in a free copy of Jason Williams Shooting Gallery. It's gonna revolutionize African American gaming as we know it. The Malcolm Xbox. Pick up yours today.
4: Oh, thank you very much. We're just having a conversation off the air. The new bit, there's a new Bush bit. All right, I'll get to it. Speaking of getting to things, let me get to some of these faxes that have been uh, just sitting there. Thank you so much whoever sent me this uh, picture of the the Britney thing from the Inquirer that we're Jonesing for. I How thought did you she like was that white. picture, Miguel. <laughs> oh, it's orange. It's a, a black guy. blob. It says Britney and Justin are back, and all we see is uh, a black blob where the picture is supposed to be. Also, Star Wars Episode Seven. After recent speculation based on what sounded like a misinterpreted quote, George Lucas has finally and clearly ruled out. Further adventures after Jedi. Lucas told that he had previously considered the idea, but has since canned it totally. I thought it might be fun to bring back Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford. Uh, when they're 65, make another movie with them. But I'm going to be over 60 when I finish this and it takes 10 years to do a trilogy. I'm not going to spend my next 10 years doing Star Wars. Probably just as well. You know what, watch George? Watch you from your deathbed. What? You can watch it from your deathbed. <laughs> you know what, George? You could uh, sublet the franchise. You could let somebody that has actually seen the movies make the other 3 movies do you know what i'm saying well didn't he write them all like 30 years ago right all that so one the shot? stories are already there just give it to somebody who uh, understands continuity and uh, some good action some good editing and let them do it you know the guy that did the lord of the rings since they did 3 in 1 all in one sitting and he obviously knows how to turn a book or something that already exists into a movie flush it out very nicely very accurately respecting The original author's wishes and intentions, Uh, I think Peter Jackson is the guy's name, the director of The Lord of the Rings. Okay. Give it to him, George. Hand the books over to Peter Jackson and say, here you go. What you did there, that trilogy that you did with The Lord of the Rings, do the same thing with uh, 789. On a related note, because I found this story earlier, it kind of makes me sad. Darth Vader eager to get back into the battle. Darth Vader is itching to get back into battle with his lightsaber, but he, uh, oh, you know what, the right-hand side of this thing is cut off. I can't read it. The bottom line is like David, David Proust, the guy in the suit, he wants to be in, uh, the movies. He wants to be Darth again when he becomes Darth. Only problem is the guy's like got a bad limp, he's old, he's got, uh, what is it? Uh, he's 100% physically able to do it according to him, but where is it? Must undergo a fifth hip operation. He's, he's a wreck. First of all, you know how tall people when they get old, like really tall people when they get old, they start to fall apart, like Andre the Giant and stuff. They start to collapse under their own weight. Their knees and hips and ankles give out. That's what's happening to this guy. I met him at the one and only uh, science of fiction convention that I ever went to and will go to again. Nerd. We had free passes at the station where we were at, and my daughter, being a big Star Wars fan, wanted to get Darth Vader's autograph. She was, I don't know, 9, 10 at the time. Okay, honey, since I don't have to pay, since the station's promoting it, we can go get Darth Vader's autograph, which we did. This guy is, like, wall-eyed. You know what that means? Like, one eye is down here. The other eye is over there. Did you ever see... The guy from the Goonies? A Clockwork Orange? He looks like that. Did you ever see a Clockwork Orange? No. Oh, my God. Sorry. There are so many things that you need to catch up on. That's one of those things like like Gone with the Wind, which you still haven't Sorry. seen. You must see Clockwork Orange. You know what? I'm going to buy that DVD just so I can lend it to you. I was going to say, you better make it a DVD and not a VHS. Come on. <laughs> Have we met? Nigger, please. Just check. Who are you talking to? Thank you for that, uh, what do you call it? Somebody mentioned it earlier in the show that you lent me. Training day. Training day. That was yes. adequate. That was not bad. Denzel is good when he's in a good movie. He's been in some stink bombs, though. It was great. That was funny, too. Virtuosity sucked. The Mighty Quinn, he can be in some real stink bombs. Anyway, so I can't read this thing because the right hand side is, uh, is cut off, but it's just sad. David Prowse, all these old people like Adam West wanted to be in the new Batman movies. Was all pissed off about it, too. What do you mean I can't be Batman? Well, you're 80. And you're, and you, uh, Even you know, Robin's older. And right? we don't want to, uh, remind people about, you know, we, if you played Batman, nobody's gonna take us seriously. We want this dark, and well, you know, nobody took it seriously. MM should be Robin. Speaking of which. Hey. You seen the video? What, has he got booties, crime-fighting booties? No, I didn't see the video. Well, he plays the Robin in the part. He got the Robin outfit going. I see. Going. No, I haven't seen the video. It's a backwards E. I will have to. Anyway, Darth Vader wants to be. It's a sad, sad tale. Please stop. And then we can get into other stuff like the decal pastor found guilty in molesting a teen. Boy. Fifteen-year-old boy. Pedophile. But guess right. what? He's not a Catholic, so I just thought I'd throw that out there. QAM, hello. Uh,
8: all great
4: things. QAM, hello. Hello? Uh, we know who you are, asshole. Hello? Yes. Your voice, I I still, I still have nightmares about this guy's voice. Hello? QAM, hello, last call of the day, going back to music. No talent, dick. You're a what? So like I said, DeKalb Pastor found guilty in molesting a teen. Oh, if you actually do want to talk and you're not a fanatical Catholic or if you don't work for the homeless voice or and if your name isn't Sean Canani, you can call and talk. On 5670560 in Dayton Broward, pound 560 on AT&T Wireless, 8777856345 is toll free everywhere else. A Lithonia pastor who's been dodging, who's been dogged for five years by allegations of child molestation was convicted Tuesday night on charges of molesting a 15-year-old male parishioner. The Reverend Troy Brown, pastor of Greater Anointed Tabernacle Worship Center, (gasps) was found guilty of 25 counts of molestation, 11 counts of aggravated child molestation, and 14 counts of child molestation. And I don't even know what the differences are. Moments before the verdict was read aloud in court, Brown peered over his attorney's shoulder at the written verdict and put his head in his hands. WQYM, hello. Yeah, George. Yes.
8: Isn't this the same Bush group that said the Catholics were a cult? Now he's pandering to Catholics?
4: Well, you know, he's got, he's got to have their support. Remember, they have common points. They have, they want anti-women's rights, anti-abortion. They want those, uh, those tax dollars for their parochial schools, whether they're the right-wing Bible-thumping Born-Again Christian Bible School or the Catholic School. So they've got all these common goals. They have to make friends.
8: Yeah, he needed a campaign picture of him sitting next to the Pope.
4: Isn't that a pretty picture?
8: Yeah, it wasn't, uh, apropos that on Memorial Day Bush was AWOL.
4: Oh, no, he was in Normandy. Come on. Oh, I, I mean, I get it, but he was in Normandy. But QAM, hello.
2: You're
8: straight.
4: QAM, hello. Yes, I am. QAM, hello. George. Yes.
8: Hey, uh,
12: I called you the other day uh, about the poll I, I gave you, Paris and Nicky Hilton. Yes. I just wanted to let you know I found some uh, some really good pictures of them on uh, online. Should I send them to you? Yeah. They're really, really good.
4: Let me put you on hold and Miguel can give you my email address. Okay. I want pictures of Paris and Nikki Hilton. Do you remember the email address, Miguel? Without having to look it up? Here, I'll write it on this thing. Uh, yeah, write this, it the, on the this sheet thing. there. QAM, hello. Great show, George. Thank you. And? Was that it? That's it. Well, thank you very much. QAM, hello. George. Yes. You talking to me? I'm talking to you.
8: Okay. Uh Forgive me. I'm a little... I just burned some cribby, you know. Uh, you too, huh? What you call it? I got this obsession with Shakira. What do you think about that? I think
4: she's hot. I think she's smoking. I want her. I want her right now. Right? Right now, right oh on my, my lap. Right here.
8: Right in I the mean, middle of the show. I'd stop the show for that. That that underneath your clothes is the stupidest song I've ever heard.
4: I I don't I, I only like one of no. her songs, but I just like her.
8: Yeah, but the thing is she just makes it sexy, you know? Yeah. With you could hear her little accent in the song and stuff, you know?
4: I like the way she, uh, she does that belly dance and stuff with the little, oh, yeah. jangles, the little jangled belt around her, uh, yeah. her hips and little low-riding hip-hugging pants. She makes me crazy. I,
8: I dig it because she's like small-breasted and she even uses a line in the song, you know? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I like her. Okay, so... I like
4: her lots. I mean, she doesn't have the greatest face in the world. You know, like, like just spectacular beauty, you know what I'm talking about? But she's cute and she's sexy. She's got sex appeal. You're talking about Shakira? I'm talking about Shakira. No, I'm talking about you. Yeah. I I was (laughs) busy with your stupid email address. Sorry. I'm talking about Shakira. She's sexy. Very. She's not like Sofia Vergara, beautiful and luscious, you know. Well, that, I mean, that's just it. She's in a league of her own. She's in a league of her own. But Shakira's sexy. I like the way she moves. I like her performance. Uh, She does interesting things with her voice. I think she could do better. And I think she could have better songs. That Ojos Asi, that's the only song I like of hers.
11: Well, our first CD was great, mostly Spanish, but I have
4: I have them both because I didn't know which CD had the song that I liked on it because I don't know from Spanish song titles, so I just bought them both. It's okay, it's adequate. Uh, she's just hot. I just want her. I'm more of a physical fan than a musical fan. QAM, hello. QAM.
2: QAM. Hello. Hello.
8: Yeah, hi, how you doing? All right, how are you? Pretty good. Uh, I'm not a Catholic, however, I I was I did read an article the other day. It said that 90 percent. Of those abused are boys, and it, it also said 30% right. of uh, priests in this country are homosexual. Now, my question is, yeah. if you're supposed to be
12: celibate, how can you be classified a homosexual as a priest?
2: Well, <laughs>
4: because homosexuality <laughs> refers to your, your, your inclination. That's what you want. If you're celibate, that means you're not doing what you want. So you can right. be straight or gay and be celibate. It's a matter of what you're avoiding.
12: Okay. They're not okay. asexual.
8: Now now, 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 a lot of these boys, like, are, are 15 and 16. And, and a lot
4: are, and then a lot are 9, 10, 11, 12, 13.
8: Right, right so it's very difficult to, to classify them all as pedophile cases then, right? Wouldn't it be? I mean, I'm just playing devil's
4: Listen, advocate. listen, uh, you know, I don't care what that 15-year-old girl looks like. They have these shows on Jerry and Jenny, my teenager's huh. a slut, and these girls come out here Then let me tell you what, they they sure as hell could fool me and anybody that I know. But you know what? If you do it, it's a crime and you're going to jail. That's pedophilia. Absolutely. All right? All
8: right, chief. Have a good one.
4: It's it's statutory rape. You're going to go to jail. It's illegal no matter what they look like. And if you want to justify it that way, oh, well, he was a very mature looking 15-year-old boy. You know what? Try telling that to the judge about the girl, about the 15-year-old girl that you just did something with. Well, judge, her take dad. a look at her. She's sitting right there. Look at them titties. Judge, they're popping right out at you. Look at that. Tell me you wouldn't do that, judge. Well, that's not the point now,
3: is it? Twelve thirteen on 560 WQAM. Hey, speaking of amazing places to go, let me tell you again, Armadillo Cafe, if you haven't checked it out. And I don't know why, because it's been around for a very long time, almost as long as I've been in town. And they started in that little unassuming place on Davy Road extension there in Davy. And you drive by and you think, hey, I hear it's really a great place, but it looks like, uh, you know, not much. But in spite of that, it just became more and more famous and more popular because the food was so good that people would come from all over town to the Armadillo Cafe. And now in their great new location, there's no excuse. They're at 3400 South University Drive between 595 and Griffin Road in Davy, right kitty corner of the pizza loft might right on Pier 1 Imports. So it's a great location, tons and tons of free parking. They've got complimentary valet parking if you like, too. And the food is unmatchable. Start out with an appetizer like the tequila grilled shrimp with corn cakes or the tempura island princess conch. Try one of their terrific spinach salads with glazed pecans or the pistachio crested mozzarella salad with the best and freshest ingredients that money can buy. And while you're at the armadillo, some of the entrees you want to try like the pan seared yellowtail snapper with roasted peppers or the sea bass with sweet corn and veal glaze Just tons and tons of amazing mouth-watering entrees on the menu. And then, for dessert, it is beyond belief. The crème brûlée is the best you'll have anywhere in the world. And the warm chocolate fritters covered with hot fudge, I'm sure, are just as good. I never had that, and believe me, I probably better not. Call the Armadillo Cafe for reservations. Call 954-423-9954. 954-423-9954. Try Armadillo Cafe one time. You'll understand why, for 14 years in a row, it's been voted one of the best restaurants in Broward County. It's smoke-free, and like I said, tons of free parking, too. Armadillo Cafe. Be sure.
2: Monday dealers
0: today. The Hammer. The, the Hammer. Hammer. Three days at three on Sports Radio 560. QAM. Hi, Papa Juan Paulo.
14: Priests can't marry, that is scary. Cause they still got a bone to bury. Ask your local chaplain, and he'll deny that this is happening. Father Shanley, Father Shanley, broken little voice makes him feel manly. He may try to shag ya with holy water and viagra. Fly, fly, fly to the Vatican. They met in Roma. Try, try, try to wake the pope. I think. He's in a coma. Priests are messing in confession. Tell your sins and they get erections. Just one other thing, though. Who's gonna pull? Who's gonna pull? Who's gonna pull the balls at... Bingo. B12. 1219. 12.
4: 12, 560 QAM. You know I'm not going to get a chance to get to this Hillary thing. Well, I'll, I'll wait. QAM. Hello. It's her fault that. Thank uh, God
12: for Rush Limbaugh.
4: All right. Why are you listening to us then? Thank God to Rush. You really think that guy's listening to Rush at all for a second? He wishes other people were, but he's going to listen here where he can get some entertainment. Hillary knows about the billboards. That's all. While well, he's touching himself. Yeah, Rush is right. I love those. <laughs> QAM, hello. Uh,
15: speak back.
4: You're a what? QAM, hello. George. What? How you doing? Fine, how are you? Fine,
8: fine. George, let me ask you something, and, and uh, I don't,
2: you know, maybe constructive criticism.
8: Uh, you're not an American citizen yet, right? Not yet, no. Constructive and how you criticism?
4: Because, and and uh, because you know you're what? Anybody citizen. can have an opinion about anything that's going on in the world, no matter who they are, or where they're from, or what their legal status is. How do you like that, asshole? How do you like that? Mr. Bragging about the nature of his birth. What what a proud accomplishment you've achieved. Your mom dropped you on American soil. We're all proud. We're all proud over here. QAM, hello.
8: Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, I want to give you a good ride on, man. Big.
12: Big time.
2: All right, thank you.
8: Hey, what else? Listen,
12: uh, I got a story about a priest Uh, back in high school. He, he quit the priesthood. He was uh, a, a principal, and uh, I don't know,
8: all those guys, they, they drove nice
12: cars, you know, and then you find out, oh, they're, you know, that way, but uh also got something to add. Um, the reason why those, the Republicans, George Bush and all those people mm-hmm. and stuff, they're in a, they're in a, well,
4: they're I'll like have. in a mess Okay, they're, well, geez, I would have let him go on, but, uh, but in any event. Oh, and by the way, sir, and I pay taxes, so I have a right to say whatever the hell I want. I'm paying my dues. QAM, hello. Hey,
2: George, what's going on?
4: Hey, how are you? Doing a what show. so Neil? Neil got sick or got an allergy or something like that. He did the first hour, and then he couldn't take it no more, and uh, popped a Benadryl and went back to bed. Ah,
8: uh, unbelievable. Hey, uh, regardless of what these guys say, you're doing a hell of a job. Maybe, Why, thank you. I don't, I don't care about what they down. say.
4: Are you kidding They're listening. They don't miss a minute. They think they're know? hurting me by demonstrating the fact that they're out there and listening. They're helping
13: Hey, I, I, no problem, man. You're a tit man, you're fine with
4: me. Alright, thank you very much. Well, actually more of an ass man, but we all know about that. Not that, uh, you know, I don't spend a lot of attention around front, don't get me wrong. But if you made me choose between which one to have luscious, they gotta have a figure. They gotta have a figure.
11: We're Cuban, man, so. I, uh, you know,
4: that that's, that's genetically programmed. As, as much I'm as sorry. you deny it. No, I don't deny that I'm Cuban. I just, I, I reserve the right to define how Cuban I want to be. How's that? Who the hell is anybody else to tell me what a Cuban is? Do you see what I'm saying? It's like one black man telling another black man, hey, you're not black enough. What are you talking about? I I, I am what I am, and I get to define myself, and I'm not going to be defined by the geography of my birth or or what the people around me are doing. I'm going to make my own way, thank you very much. QAM, hello. Go back. QAM. Hello. You. Can't. You go back. I can't go back. <laughs> I'm paying dues, asshole. Kiss my ass. George. How many? What? What percentage of America votes? Ten percent? Twenty percent? I'm in the majority. That's the only thing that differentiates my, me from them, is I can't vote or I don't vote. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm babbling over you.
12: No.
8: No problem. No problem. Uh, Chris Bush thinks you're an asshole. Who does? Chris Bush. He thinks you're an asshole. Who's That's that? Incredible.
4: Who's that? Your buddy? Your butt buddy? Gay lover? QAM, hello. QAM, crank line. QAM, that's the crank house.
8: Bring hello. Joe back,
4: you suck. QAM, hello. George. Yeah.
12: How you doing, man? All right, how are you? Love your show.
4: Hey, Joe, come back, I suck. Go ahead, sir.
12: George, you know, uh, I think
8: Bush's problem is the Arabs. I think they're giving... They're giving him the hardest time right now in his presidency. I mean, he's struggling all because of those damn Arabs. No, he's struggling
4: uh... because he's an idiot. He's struggling because he's an idiot, sir. And an asshole. QAM, hello. Hey,
8: George. Hey, how are you? George, you want to buy a picture of your mother naked?
4: No, I've got several. got a whole album. QAM, hello. God, you suck. QAM, hello. And you wonder why Neil doesn't take calls anymore. QAM, it's your turn. What do you got? Hey,
8: George. Hey, what? Uh, great show. Thank you. I want to talk about uh, priests and the government. All right. What do you think would happen
12: uh, as our uh, justices ponder ponder the voucher issue? And uh, we now we know all the church is paying out all this money to uh, pay off these uh, these people that have been molested. Why should yeah. we give our voucher money to? Uh,
4: Well, the obvious answer is that we shouldn't, but, of course, they keep saying that, oh, no, no, that money's going to stay over here, and, uh, you know, the payoff money's coming from somewhere else, and, uh, you know, one has nothing to do with the other. That's what they're going to say.
8: Well, if anything should come out of this, we know
12: we shouldn't combine uh, religion and government.
4: Everybody knows that. What people keep forgetting, including the people that are trying to push it through, is that the First Amendment exists to protect the religious and the religion's of the world, or at right. least of the nation. It's so that the government can't support one over another. So that you're free to worship freely, and the government can't tell you anything about it. But they don't, don't, don't confuse them with that. They just want their money. And they're convinced, you know, both the Catholics and the, uh, the big time, the big name right wing organizations, the big time right wing religions, like the, the Assembly of God and the Baptists and all of those people, they don't care about, uh, their right. They would sell their right for dollars, and that's what they're gonna do.
8: Oh, the justices are pondering the issue right now, so I hope they make the right decision. Send them a letter. Alright.
4: Alright. I hope to God that they do the right thing. QAM, oh, hello. I hope
8: they make the right
4: decision. QAM, hello. No time for people to radio on. Hello. Hello. Yes. George. Yes.
12: Hey man, every time I turn a radio on, all these guys are ripping you.
4: And, yeah. Uh, well.
12: They, they suck, man. Cause, uh, I know, and
4: they're in love with me. They're fooling somebody. They're listening to the show and calling. Yeah. Like if they were doing a radio show, would I be listening or calling them? I think I will. I did. Not only the people on uh hold heard that. You're you're trying to sandbag me now. You're just like all the other guys. QAM hello. Yo te quiero. QAM hello. I know that. George, I know I've gotten the letters. Hello. George. Yes.
12: Why do white people go to black yard sales? I give up. To they get their stuff back back.
4: Okay.
3: Twelve twenty six. On 560 QAM. Let's just set the record straight on mattress delivery policies. Only Dollar Mattress 1-800-MATTRESS delivers on the day and time you want, within any two-hour window from 8 o'clock in the morning until 10 p.m., as soon as two hours from when you make the call. Let me say it again just so you can get this straight in your mind. Only dial a mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS, delivers on the day and time you want from 8 in the morning until 10 at night, as soon as 2 hours after you make your call, every day, 7 days a week, even Saturday and Sunday, day and evening, and uh, so in other words, to make a long story short, whenever it really is convenient for you. The next best service available only delivers Tuesday through Saturday in a 4-hour window, and they choose the window and don't even tell you which 4 hours until they call you the night before. Stinking service, right? If you want great service, great selection, and prices unbeatable, do what I always do when I need a brand new na- uh, name brand mattress. Call our friends at Dial a Mattress anytime you're in the mood, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Choose the Sealy, Certus, Simmons, or King Coil that you really want at a great low price, and then choose when you want them knocking on your door and stuffing it in there for you on the mattress too. Call Dial a Mattress today, toll free, 1-800-Mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out at Mattress.
8: It's like, they're my National League team now. Weeknights at 10 on Sports Radio
0: 560. <laughs> QAM. That's when the chuds came at me. Hi, I'm Ted Nugent, rocker, patriot, and sadistic caveman. As you know, the tragedy of 9-11 was like a really bad thing that happened because of Bill Clinton and the Jews. So I want you to show your support for our president who was appointed by God himself. For a limited time only, you can have this personally autographed photo of our fearless leader on that tragic day. It's in full color and on genuine paper made from trees in the great Northwest. Yours for only $150. Now, come on, an item like this will soon be an eBay collectible. You know that. So call 1-800-NRCC right now. But wait, if you call within the next 10 minutes, you'll receive this never-before-heard audio of our mighty president on the morning of
1: 9-11. There once was a caterpillar who was very hungry. He ate an apple, but he was still hungry. Then he...
6: Excuse
3: me, Mr. President. There's been an attack on the World Trade Center. Okay.
1: And then he ate some strawberries and had a stomaca. Mr. President, your Uncle Tick is on the phone. You shouldn't eat a lot of junk food, because you'll get a stomachache. achy.
0: That's 800-NRCC. I tell you what, if you call now, I'll even throw in this here bunch of bananas I'm wearing on my balls.
4: 28 till 1 on 560 WQAM. Uh, You know that guy that brought the video by, Chopper, at the appearance? Oh, you weren't there. You were Chopper John? Chopper, remember we were talking about Eric Bana, who's going to be the head of the Hulk? Now that we got the story right, yeah. some French bodybuilder is going to be the body. They're putting the sensors on his body to digitize his body shape and movements. That goes into the computer. Then this actor, who I assume is Australian, either that or he's doing the really great Australian accent, acting it. Eric Bana is going to be the head and face of the Hulk. And they're going to put it all together. Same kind of deal, sensors on his face. That gets fed into the computer so that the Hulk is all going to be computer generated. With all the muscle movements and the leaping around and whatever else he's going to be doing. But, so, this guy, I said I didn't know who Eric Bana was. This listener brought by, very nice guy, brought by a blockbuster rental to the appearance. Finally saw it. If you're out there, I know he told me his name, but I forget. So, I finally saw it. Not a bad movie. It's based on a true story. And when you have a movie that's based on a true story, you can't really embellish a whole lot. Do you know what I mean? What movie so was this? Chopper. Oh, Chopper. I'm Chopper. It's about Eric Oh, Mac, his real name is Mac. Mac Chopper Reed. And he's a a crazy person. He's a lunatic. Reminds me of a couple people I know, by the way, that are just right on this side of the line, and you don't know at what point they're going to go over it. But a lot of stabbings and shootings and everything like that. There are some graphic scenes, a lot of gratuitous violence in the movie. Well, not gratuitous. It's, uh, again, based on a true story, so I presume it's stuff that happened. Supposedly, Australia's most uh, sold... Criminal author. I don't know if they have the same son of Sam laws over there in Australia. Apparently not. Because this guy committed some crimes, wrote a book, and he's a best-selling author and kind of like a local celebrity over there, this Chopper Reed. So it's about him. There's a lot of prison stuff, stabbings, shootings. He's shooting some people and stuff like that. The best part about the movie is that this Eric Bana guy is actually a really good actor. Accent or no accent. Because he goes back and forth from being a real like Australian street scummy kind of a gangster mode to this really nice guy like when he's being nice to people and putting on the nice act he does a really convincing job of both so if he's going to be the Hulk just acting wise it's actually going to be decent assuming that they do it right and it gets translated and that his face and everything that he's doing gets translated over onto the computer because he was really doing a good job acting in that movie is the best part about it and it ends kind of well I'm not going to tell you how it ends you might want to go see it choppa no I'll pass QAM hello Cranks. Hey, all day cranks, yeah.
8: You know, that was a great line you said, just because where your mother popped you out. Yeah. QAM, hello. Hello. Yeah. This is the Kishka lady.
4: Hi, Kishka lady. How you doing?
8: Okay, how are you?
4: Doing fine.
8: I listen to you all the time, but I haven't had a lot of time to call, but my daughter calls you all the time now.
4: Oh, tell her little, to stop.
8: Little Kishka. No, she loves oh, okay. you. She's got <laughs> all her friends listening. What I wanted to know. Uh, like I, I said, her, I... I
4: love her, but uh, don't be chronic.
8: <laughs> no, she does. George. When, uh, Jebby the Doodoo yes? purges his list this time with Miss Catherine, are they going, when they do the felon purge, are they going to take his wife and daughter off the voting lists now?
4: Well, they weren't felons now, were they?
8: Oh, uh, what do you think writing fake prescriptions is considered? I,
4: I don't know, not being a lawyer.
8: Oh, it is a felony offense.
4: Okay. That's a good thing. You know what, uh, I don't want to mention that I was listening to, uh, Another station this morning, but I was. Bob, on Florida Net, I guess it's on Brokered Radio, it's on Waxy, and he just rips Jeb all morning long. And I can't listen every day, because that's all he does. But this morning he was going in on that, about the voter thing, and uh, going back over the election thing, and he was going uh, county by county, about the voter turnout and uh, and the, the check things that they were going to. You know that they were excluding Puerto Ricans from voting in certain counties, based on this or that, or they couldn't speak English, or, you know, they they were basically checking their credentials and rechecking and and, and doing this heavy-duty screening and turning people away when they're Puerto Ricans in these Puerto Rican counties. Well, everybody knows that Puerto Ricans are American citizens. Born in Puerto Rico, that's America. I hate to break it to you. They're yours. They're not mine. They're yours. Uh, and they were turning them away because they weren't convinced that the Puerto Ricans were American citizens. There's no such thing as a non-American citizen Puerto Rican. But Puerto Ricans are largely Democratic, so that's why they were doing the heavy screening in those areas. Cuban areas, where they may or may not be American citizens, everybody got to vote. Just come on in. Here you go. I'll help you fill out the card. Everybody gets to vote. Just thought I'd mention that. QAM, hello, since she brought up the voting thing. QAM. Hey,
12: George. Hi. Hey, George. How are you doing? Fun. Uh, I don't want I don't want to admit it, but I was listening to another talk show yesterday, too, slightly more than yours. uh uh-huh. I made a, an interesting comment. He was talking about the anti war demonstrators in front of McDill Air Force Base during the Memorial Day celebrations there. Okay. And he said, That's
8: disgusting. They should take those people and, and they should deport them and send them to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> now, does, is he really that dumb? Does he miss the basic
9: concept yes, of yes, freedom? Yes, yes. They yes.
8: cloak themselves in liberty and freedom and patriotism. Right.
12: But if you have an opinion that doesn't match the government, you should be deported. You should be deported. They Remember, it's freedom,
4: freedom of our speech, not your speech.
12: Freedom of our speech.
8: So I don't know whether it's just an act, but, but they seem like they just missed the concept.
4: No, no, no. They know exactly what they're doing. They're Nazis, and they don't care. <laughs>
12: All right. Anyhow, I wanted to run that by you. That was hilarious. Okay. Or I, right, I should watch.
4: say fascist. You know, we just throw Nazi out there like it's nothing. They're fascists. QAM, hello.
12: Get some material.
4: QAM hello get a life get a life you fag hello QAM hello
12: yeah George hi hi how are you fine all right good I'm I'm gonna say something about my fan. mom
4: she's George. probably crying George. bleeding hello George. yeah yeah
8: yeah I'm your biggest fan George
4: sure you are and QAM hello I don't want you as as a fan go away go find a life George yes
15: hey George how you doing fine uh okay. have you ever heard of a comedian by the name of Jeff Dunham no. He's got a dummy that looks exactly like a bald George Bush with a sour puss. He's going to be on Comedy Channel on 1030 on Friday.
2: Okay.
12: Catch it. You'll, you'll get I'll, it
4: I'll, I'll write it down to catch it. Will I remember? Probably not. QAM, hello. QAM, hello.
12: QAM, hello.
4: QAM, hello. He's a little one, all right. Hello. You're, you're so obsessed with me. How can anybody be so obsessed with one person? Go ahead, sir. Not you. Those other oh. people. Well, maybe you. Hello?
8: No, no, I, I called you one time before. Okay, no, I'm something. talking about those
4: other guys. They realize oh, they're absolutely. doing nothing else today except calling me. How can yes. any group of people be so obsessed over one person?
8: They're absolutely insane. I, I, I called you, hung up on me a second ago. Oh, I I'm sorry, I'm just go, I'm
4: going through real quick.
8: I know, I agree with you. You know, where you're born has no bearing on who you are. The religion you are, you know, people pick... A, they and don't that's pick it, that's the, what Neil was saying. To.
4: He was saying that yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, That, no. you know, he considers himself a citizen of the world that uh, we should start getting so uptight about borders and who you are and where you come well, from and everything. What
2: difference place, does it like, make? You know,
8: with, like, oil. Like, people sitting on, land, you know, the Earth's oil and say, well, that's mine. Yeah. You know, but there was a column, I believe it was in the New Times, about the oil pipeline in Afghanistan. Right. And how they were trying to build it before... Uh, the Taliban, or with the Taliban, rather, back in February of two thousand and one. Correct. And now they're trying to build it again. You know, they're not, they're not looking for Bin Laden or anything like that. They're trying to build. We a
4: need pipeline that pipeline, again. buddy.
8: And and it just seems to be that they came out with a study that said for one hundred twenty billion dollars, everyone in this country could have uh, uh, electric cars that get fifty miles—not electric, electric gas—you know, combinations that get fifty miles to the gallon, and we would never need a drop of Saudi mm-hmm. oil or even Venezuelan oil. And, uh, but of course, all the car manufacturers and everybody else is against it.
12: And the, and the oil
4: companies, like the president's buddies.
8: Every single one of them all the energy are, are companies. in bed with it. Right. Uh, and, and it just seems that if you, if you're really going to make an effort, it goes back to, I'm 43, so World War II a little bit before my time, but my folks, and, you know, if you're going to make a war effort, and, and you say, well, gee, you know, we could just give every single person in this country a, a, a car that, guess what? They're all doing their part. Granted, it won't be an excursion, <laughs> you know, it's something as big as that. Oh, I would but love one of those little electric car things. Around.
4: You know, for a, for a personal getting back to work thing, uh, those little hybrids, if they looked a little better. I'm not crazy about the look of them.
8: But, you know, if, like if everyone had it, the safety factor would be played because, you know, you wouldn't have to be worried right. about getting ran by a 6,000-pound truck or something to, to that degree. But the thing was, it was like they're so against these kinds of changes that would make, You're you You're know, cutting into their
4: pocketbook. Of course they're going to resent that.
8: You know, and, and but in the long run, the pocketbook would be better off because fighting a war. I mean, did you see the thing with India, India, and Pakistan? Yeah, now? of course. How and, could I not? They're on the brink of nuclear war. Nuclear. They said first Nukes. strike, 12, 12 million dead. First strike. Right. They said with a couple of repeated strikes, there would be a hundred million people dead. Could you? I, you can't even fathom that.
4: I'm just glad it's over there. Although, watch out for well, that cloud. It's a,
8: The earth seems to be a smaller place today, doesn't it? Sure is. Yeah, I'll see you later. Take
4: it easy. I'll
3: see you in the shelter. 18 till 1, 560 WQAM. If you find yourself looking in the mirror and thinking you could be doing much better if you took care of your hair loss, then get to the phone right now and call the best in the business, Charles Alfieri. Charles has been helping the famous and not-so-famous look their best for over 25 years. But you wouldn't even know his work when you see it because Charlie's created the best and most natural-looking system in the business. The most critical area of any hair system is the hairline. Charles Alfieri's new skin-like hair system is 100% undetectable. The hair looks like it's growing right out of your scalp. Charles Alfieri's work is guaranteed. You try his hair system for 30 days. If you don't absolutely love the way it looks and feels, return it for a full refund. Make the call today, 1-800-321-2413, and tell Charles that you heard it here on the Neil Rogers Show to get your special WQAM $200 discount off the regular $800 price of that natural hairline system. The secret to a great hair system is to make sure nobody can tell you're wearing one. And Charles Alfieri's new skin-like hair system is as natural as it possibly can get. So call today, 1-800-321-2413, Or log on to www.
0: the Marlins and Reds tonight. Coverage begins at 6.30 on Sports Radio 560
6: QAM. Daddy, you
16: sh**head, where's
0: my bourbon?
16: Friday night is in the White House doing all his presidential business. He's there in the Oval Office, though he's not sure what an oval is. He's practicing his speech that he's been working on for weeks should be a breeze. But it's not for a man who thinks that if you're from Iran, you're Iranese. Saturday, he's still no smarter. Thinks what's in the center, is centrical. You could say his brain is useless kind of lactic chain, he's clogged up ventricles. Now he goes to give the speech with words his vocab cannot reach, he looks afraid. But he won't tell you how he feels Instead he'll talk about some bad mistakes he'll make He can't spell He can't act Crying out loud He can't speak So what he says Is always in doubt Don't have a clue no brain in his head So he just babbles on Babbles on Babbles on I heard that
4: 12-1-560-WQAM, wqam is the number to call in daydan and day Dan Broward. Pound 560 is free on Verizon Wireless, Eight seven 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 eight five six three four five everywhere else. Want me to take a few of these uh, obsessive calls, and then I'll talk about Hillary destroying Bill's hopes for a TV career? Okay. It's in the Inquirer. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM, hello.
8: Yeah, George, how are you doing? All right, how are you? Listen, I know you and Neil don't accept the emails, but if I send some good articles to Eric, can he pass it along to you, too?
4: Uh, you can send stuff to Eric, and then he might, depending on how much time he's okay. got and how good the article is. How's that? Although you can fax things. Yeah. Can't you print to fax?
8: I don't have a fax machine. I don't know how to work the fax on the computer. All right. Um, well, give it a shot. Okay. Uh, just a quick question. Um, you know, you got to hand it to our commander in chief and his Justice Department. Today in the Sentinel, they put out this big article that it's the voters' fault and not discrimination during the last election. Explain to me, and you brought it up, so I'm not rehashing the election. Right. When you had 11,000 people under sworn affidavit complaining about everything from handicap access to the polls, yeah,
4: to, hostile hostile to, to
8: to the roadblocks, the hostile uh people, mm. the the poll voters in, in Osceola County, and surprisingly down here in the Banana Republic, the, explain right, to me messed how... Messed up yeah. ballots, right. Right. And explain to me also how is it possible that you can just... ignore 11,000 sworn affidavits, and have a ball to say. Okay, they can.
4: They can. I have to cut you off because Miguel's going to die. I'll have a heart attack, dude. (laughs) Is it that he calls every show or just ours? Every. Every single show. All right. Very hysterical like that. Well, he's hysterical. He's excited. You know what? Today I'll talk to anybody. Well, almost anybody. QAM, hello.
8: Hello, George. Hello, yes. Okay. uh, Concerning
12: uh, Pakistan and India? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, there's a device they have in Roswell that would render any nuclear device. Oh ra-
4: god. Oh boy. I would trade a million of those. You're gay. Or you suck. Or calls about my mom being a crack whore. A million of those to never have to have one of those. The Art Bell people. QAM, hello.
13: Hey. 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 God man. What? What? I mean, I'm just dumbfounded by the show.
4: Well, it's a, it's that's what we're amazing. here for, is to dumbfound the masses.
13: Exactly. Dumb I, being I, the
4: operative I usually,
13: word. I usually don't call. I just listen to the jerk-off the call. hence the reason we have to take calls. Dude. <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> you know the guy who called a little bit ago about, I think you mentioned about uh, the drive-time show on the, uh, the show, I think the channel of One Above You. It mentioned about the 200 people who were... Um, Rush? No, it was Todd. <clears throat> Isn't that his name? Who? Schmidt? Schmidt? The guy who called and said that uh, somebody made oh. about the 200 people who were, who were demonstrating on Memorial Day and whatnot, and he couldn't believe, you know, that he, that, that Todd said, Oh, yeah, this guy. Oh, yeah, guy oh, just... then you know. So anyway, one thing I'll have to agree with, no, I agree with anybody who has a, an opinion. You get an opinion, you have a right to say it. I don't care if you, you mean, listen to your college. I don't have opinions about your mother, apparently, so whatever.
4: Yeah, they know. They all know her, apparently.
13: I guess they do. You know, I'm a close, personal friend or something.
4: So I'm not going uh, to it. her crying poor mouth anymore. Obviously, she's making a lot of money if she's getting two bucks a pop.
13: Yeah, exactly. The only thing I guess that got me was, given the times that we're in with the people there, I, I wouldn't have a problem dropping by giving each one of those 200 people the finger. Granted, they can do what they like. But that's your freedom of speech. That's my opinion. Right. And I have the right to do that. And then again, a guy on a radio has the right to say what he wants to say as well. You know, so it goes around and comes
4: around. And we can say that that he's an asshole. But, you know, remember, like, during the Vietnam War, and I was a little kid, but I remember sitting there like a captive audience watching the newscasts. Right. And uh, a lot of people had a problem with those demonstrators. And uh, here we are a few years later realizing, hey, you know what? They had a really good point. That was probably not a good idea, of, but not not to say that that's the case here, because yeah, I, I don't agree with them. Right. But uh, for for what it's worth. Right.
13: But yeah. Well, just, how about yeah, freedom
4: of speech for everybody? How's that? Let's just all uh, get along and uh, and we can all flip each other off, but no hard feelings.
13: Well, there you go. All right. That works for me.
4: Okay, works for me too. Hey, you
13: know what, George? Good show. Thank you. All right.
4: I wish I, I could say the same about Jerry today. Exactly what I was talking about. Woman running around in her bra and underwear. I wouldn't want to see ever, on my worst day, on my best day, however you want to slice it. Oh, man, cottage
3: cheese doesn't begin to come close to describe that sight. 8 till 1 on 560 QAM. You know, maybe the thought of replacing your carpets has crossed your mind lately, but you're not sure if you want to make that major investment right now. But if you miss that fresh scent and bright colors your carpets used to have, I'm here to remind you that our good friends over at Dry Concepts are just a phone call away from bringing your carpets right back to life. Dry Concepts understands you probably put a good investment into those carpets, one you want to last. And with Dry Concepts' state-of-the-art dry cleaning system, it's the best way to protect that investment. Don't be fooled by those $5.99 per room specials that keep your carpets damp for two days and then the stains come back in two weeks. Dry Concepts certified technicians will treat your carpets with care, leaving them lemony fresh and more vibrant in color, too. And with Dry Concepts and their unique system, you can clean today and entertain tonight. I've been using them in my home for years. They're good enough for mom as well. So call Dry Concepts today and tell them that Neil told you that they're the best because they are. And Broward, call 954-370-7778 or toll-free 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Dry Concepts. Don't forget, clean to rules and entry Ed Kaplan's Game night, Nights, at 10 on Sports Radio
0: 560. QAM.
5: You call that a penis?
9: It is so huge.
1: I filled my tank up. How was I to know I'd be helping finance 9/11 by giving money to Unical or Abaco and the Carlyle Group? I turned my lights on last night. How was I to know I was paying James Baker's green fees? I mean to do today. How was I to know I was providing bathwater to the Middle East? Well, that ain't so bad, I guess.
6: Every time you light a marijuana cigarette, you're helping to finance Romulan overlords and breaking a law based on the old movie Reefer Madness.
1: That of is the scourge of poor mankind. I
10: just smoked a reefer joint. Now I'm quite mad, you know. For now, I will jump out this window. Ah!
6: This message paid for by the committee to keep America in the dark ages.
4: Three till one, five sixty QAM. QAM, hello. I like the
8: art so Could you please, Wayne Stump? Thanks.
4: QAM, hello. No, never again. Hello.
8: Yeah, hello, George. Yes. Yeah, hi. Hi. See, uh, they were talking about this guy in Libya, Muammar Mohammed al-Qaddafi. Yeah, Qaddafi.
4: He wants to pay off the families of the victims. Uh, we're not bad anymore. Please, uh, just stop the embargo.
8: I don't trust him as far as you can throw him. It's nope. Time for-